All right, welcome in, everybody. We are here and we are live. Show number 196. This is the big time preview high school football. We thank everybody for stopping by. We got a roundabout big time show for you guys. We can't wait to get into it. We got Coach Short standing by. We got Kevin Moore standing by. Uh, there's just plenty to talk about. Dane, hey, we got plenty to do. Yeah, tonight. I'm pretty excited about it. We're getting. Getting around the corner, less than what six weeks now before the first game. It ain't gonna be long. It ain't gonna be long at all. From yesterday, six weeks, I think. Yeah, so we uh, forty days. I had Coach uh, O'Brien on earlier, and already did a record for him. I will put that out. He had something to go to and couldn't come on it uh, after we went live. So I did get an interview spot with him, about thirty minute spot. And always good to talk to him. So uh, guys, if you like the show, uh, just go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Dean, how easy is it? Pretty easy, man. All you got to do is hit it. Just hit the button. Really, I'm not trying to be funny. It's ridiculously easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come back hang out with us. All right, then we are back. Welcome into the stream. Kevin Moore on scene. Coach Short, good to see you, men. How are y'all today? I'm great. How are y'all? Yes, sir. Great to be here. Guys, we got a lot to talk about. We got a few coaches going to call in, and we got a lot of people coming on watching. Jeff Anderson, number one fan. Hope you're enjoying your shirt, your keychain, and your uh, can cozy that we sent down there to the Carrollton, Georgia area. Number one fan, Jeff Anderson, shares news on the page, and he's got stuff he types in over there. So. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, we, we, we're always excited to see him on here. He's good. And uh, let me say this before we get too far. Uh, Mason Rue, we all know, the father of Chloe. A uh, little news for Spring Garden basketball. The, um, Caitlin St. Clair from Sandrock and those others will be joining in, Ace and all them, uh, the all-star cup stuff. Mm. But Caitlin will be playing uh, with uh, Chloe July the 18th at 5 p.m. on uh, Montgomery, Alabama. That is the North-South All-Star Game. So shout out to Chloe and all the other Spring Garden girls. Talked to Coach Rat when I went to visit um, the guys last week one day, and they have been to Mississippi. Mm. They have been everywhere, and they have played like some perennial powerhouse teams, and you know um, – they're winning some of those games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, they're good. They're good. Uh, yes, sir. Mason, there you go. I got you a shout-out there for the girls. Uh, it won't be long. I know we're going to talk about uh, high school football, and, uh, and it won't be long before that's going to be kicking off here. August, uh, well, let's see. O'Brien told What is the exact date? August the 17th, they will be playing Pell City and Albertville there at Coosa at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a half and half. So it's week zero. Coach Short is week zero, August 17th. No, that would be the next. That that's the uh, that'll be a non-region game. That's probably a jam. I mean, talking about okay. So when's week week zero? Yeah, it's the twenty fourth. Okay. Yep. Yes, twenty fourth and twenty fifth. All right. Thank you. And uh, big breaking news before we get too dug in here. What about uh, Wimbenyana? Wimbenyana played out there in this summer classic game. 
scores what nine points. He had uh, eight rebounds, five blocks. He was mm-hmm. one for three on threes and like two for thirteen. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a great day, but I mean he is um, a very young. So that's yeah. the big news this week. I'll tell you about fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that's been the big news this week. He did is nineteen. See, did you see Brandon Miller get that steal against him? I did. He tried to push Brandon Miller out of the lane. Yeah. He went ahead and just he took it from him. But then he blocks a shot out there when he's about 35 feet from the basket. Yeah. He blocks the shot on him. So he got him I back. I think that young man will be fine. I don't think they need to. I'm already seeing memes where they're saying trade him. You know. Come Good on. Lord. He, he's literally 19. Well, they expect. Yeah, you know, just be, turn 19. Yeah. Yeah, and they're comparing him to LeBron, which is not fair. Don't I mean LeBron would run circles around him at the same age. So let's not do that. Let let's just let Wimbayana be himself and smack Britney Spears if she keeps pulling on him. Talk him in a in a she was talking in some British accent. Oh yeah. She pulled on him from the back and he just kinda swatted, didn't really pay attention, and security had to drag her off, so that's kind of crazy. Well, if they, if they were going to get rid of him, then they wouldn't have given their coach a five year, eighty five million dollar contract either. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was just a, it was just a meme because he didn't do good in that first game. But like I said, uh, I think he was playing a little bit of pro when he was fifteen. Yeah, I mean they're hoping he'll pan out, but it may take a couple of years. All Man, I had to was... see was him dribble behind his back and between his legs, and he took it to the basket and threw a pass behind his back. He can play. Yeah, yeah, he kind of looks he like most tall guys. They kind of he kind of looks a little he looks a little clumsy, but uh, he, like you said, coach. <laughs> He's young. Let's just chill out. Okay. He's seven five, you know. Yeah, let's just let's just chill out. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of breaking news for the week. Uh, our media day will be this coming up Saturday. We're gonna try to kick it off around twelve. Gales will be on and then uh Spring Garden's gonna come on, then we'll take a little break. I think Sandrock will be, then Cedar Bluff and we'll finish the day probably about two at Easy Street with Cherokee County Warriors. Show one ninety six. Uh, Cherokee Eye Clinic, Lloyd's Legal Service, Day Sporting Good and Pond, Jerry Momley's Concrete Construction, Cherokee Chemical, Justin Ray mm-hmm. Bunch, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and also Tony's Pizza and Sub over here in town. Guys, thank you to all those people that helped make Media Day happen and to spread the love around from the Matt and Todd Show to our uh, local people. That's great. Yeah. yeah, shout out to all those people. So without any further ado, um, Let's just talk about – we all have wrote down 1A, and we'll, we can go through that a little bit. And I'll put it up on the screen even because I'm just such a nice guy where everybody else can see it too. Um, 1A, Coach Short, Kevin, tell us about 1A semifinals there. We'll, we had Leroy, Millery, and Pickens, and who's a Christian? Yeah, the, the surprise for me last year was Millery. That was a surprise for everybody. I think yeah. everybody else was a, was not a surprise but uh, Millery just getting there. And, you know, they actually held their own with, with uh, Leroy because Leroy didn't score to late in the game to uh-huh. make it 28-11. So uh, that, that was I – was, I will say this. Millery, if they could have got by that game, would have had a very good opportunity to win it themselves. Now, they've had good teams before, haven't they, Coach? Yes, they have. It's just been a couple years since they, since they have. And I think uh, their quarterback was very good last year. He was, and that's what happens a lot of time in your 1A, 2A ball. Somebody will ride one or two players mm-hmm. for three or four years. And uh, right. and you see that a lot of times. Whereas you, you'll look, the first thing you have to do is like, I'm looking at these scores, but now I'm going to look and see how many seniors did they have. Or, or in, in today's game, how many of them have moved somewhere else? Right. That, right. that doesn't happen as much in 1A, 2A as it does from 3A on up, but it, it does happen some. So when you start talking about teams – 
and what they're going to be next year, I have to almost look now and, and go watch them in a seven-on-seven and say, hey, where's your quarterback coming back? Oh, he's moved. He's gone somewhere else. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's the mm. thing now. We all know mm. that. Uh, Leroy was absolutely loaded last year. I mean, they seem to be anyway. Of course, they, they've, they, been, they've won several state championships. Yeah, and the thing about when you look at the Leroy is not only do they win it in football, but you know, they're always competing in basketball, and they always compete in baseball too. You know, they, they've won state championships in baseball too, Le- Leroy oh, has. So, yeah, they're very good in baseball, right? Oh, yes, Sweetwater yes, is are. too, right? Yes, that mm-hmm, whole yeah. that part of the state is, always has yeah. been. Huh. I forgot about them. They're right next to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ramburn has had Ramburn has played those guys before when they were in you know in the state finals before in baseball, wow. and, and it would be those people Sweetwater, Leroy, all those Southwest where the dirt is black. It, that's mm-hmm. that's where those players are at. Thomasville, you know they've been good. You know they're not one A, but that part of the state's always been good in football and baseball. Well, you know Leroy's actually had a guy play pro football. You know that's the size of Cedar Bluff, and they've had a guy coach. Sammy Coates. Yeah, played at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Played at Auburn. Steelers did actually played a lot for the Steelers. Kevin, what about uh, around there in your area there? Uh, was looking at the screen, that other semi game, uh, Pickens County, Coosa Christian, what a game that was, 44 to 40, was final on top to O'Brien, and he's moved on from it. And he said they have not quit working since that day after. They have continued to work, and they're prepared to get back to that, to get another chance at it. That was an amazing year because I watched uh, their playoff run. You know, earlier in the year, I mean, earlier in the second round of playoffs, they they beat a spring garden team that beat them 27 to nothing in the regular season. And one thing about Coach O'Brien, he scheduled hard non-region games to prepare them for games like what they faced in the postseason. And uh, and I and I and like I said, I'm not as familiar with uh, some of the high school rules as I am the college. But every time I look at that touchdown pass, I'm like, or that ca- that catch, I'm like, the guy landed at the one yard line. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but it's like it's a heartbreaking. But but coach, he's got them on fire, and I know that that was probably their their vantage thing f- for the off season, their strength and conditioning to get better. And I've I've joked with him before uh, over the last several months. I said I've got, I'm going to pick you guys to get in the one A title game. And if they if they keep playing like they do, they they could very well get to the semifinal and make it to the championship game in Tuscaloosa. Well, Pickens, uh, that's I mean they've won it, and that. They've just always had a good squad. Pick yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, well, Pickens County has always been known to play a very physical brand of football mm-hmm. with, with a lot of athletes, you know, from year to year. Uh, the thing that I was impressed to hear and I wanted to hear, so you mentioned it, uh, Matt, was it was Kusa. That was a very heartbreaking loss. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of times when you get to a game like it and you lose, it, it takes a while to get over it. And I'm not talking about a couple of months. Uh, no. A lot of times it can affect a program for years when they have a, a loss like that. So it's it's very encouraging to hear that they uh, have gotten over that. They flushed it down the commode and they're and they're working uh, toward the next one. So what that tells me is they must have a good group of of juniors and sophomores last year that are that are leaders and they want to do whatever it takes to get back. And again, uh, once the season gets going and again a couple of games in, then you'll start finding out. Hey, maybe there were some guys that we didn't even know they're there now, or uh, maybe they've lost one or two. So I, yeah. I know they're excited about the opportunity, but I will say this: uh, they're going to have to work their butts off to get there. To because to, right. to me, right. they're going to have a pretty good reason this year, and they've got some other teams that may have something to say about that. 
Yeah, and if y'all want to, uh, people watching, if you want to see the interview, uh, watch that with Coach uh, O'Brien. Like I said earlier, he had a, a race to go to in Atlanta, so he was kind of traveling and, and called and said, hey, can we do this, you know, on the fly? And I said, absolutely, man. Uh, just to look, run down their schedule, if y'all want to look, uh, the 24th, they're going to be uh, on the road. First three weeks, they're going to be at Geraldine, at Spring Garden, at Galesville, and then they're going to come home and play Decatur. Then they're going to be the 22nd. They'll be at Coach Hammond, which we're going to talk to him here in uh, just a few minutes. And uh, the Cater Heritage at home, uh, I mean, at Valley Head. And then the 29th, uh, he, uh, now he, he told me about this, this Heritage Academy is out of Mississippi. I've never. Mm. They, never uh, them. Coach Probst got in to know one of the coaches and the guy that was there, uh, whatever in the story. So they got hooked up to play them. And he told me actually that he wants me to come down and call plays in this game. So mm. if they lose the game, then it'll oh. be my fault. So he's just kidding. <laughs> as good as that Gatlinburg yes, pit. Be better, he said. Oh, I guess right. Notre Dame wasn't available. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the 13th, they'll be uh, hosting Cedar Bluff, which Coach Crane, a uh, new coach right there, congrats to him. Then at Appalachian, we talked about them a little bit in depth. Again, go back on YouTube when this is over. I'm going to try to get it posted up tonight. And then they'll uh, be Woodville, and they'll finish at Victory, at Victory Christian. So, uh, and Appalachian is the team in that region there. Uh, they're going to be good, man, because I know my son's be senior year, you know, when Marcus and Preston went up there and played them, they beat them pretty good. But they were like a lot of ninth and tenth graders. Mm-hmm. Now, um, all that class is mostly seniors. So Appalachian is going to have a great crew. And Coach O'Brien talked candidly about going up there and what it's like to play down there in the bowl. Guys, what do y'all think about some of those games I've mentioned there for Coosa? Well, number one, excuse me there, Kevin. I'm so used to just talking. <laughs> yeah, that number one, Geraldine. To me, that's a game right off the bat that you need to look at and see how well they do, how well they compete in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, how they're going to compete, how they're going to play, and then you know, you know, the next week is going to be a knockdown dragout when you play Spring Garden. Whoever the coach may be, it's going to be right. a knockdown dragout type game, and then you have to go the same type of game with Galesville. So to me, then they have to cater heritage. I mean, my goodness gracious, that the games they're going to play as far as it's going to be a heck of a schedule. They got to make sure, yeah, they got to make sure that they're going to have enough ball players left about game seven in order to to get through it. And that's always that way in 1A. Injuries, uh, do you have some depth? And I think that's going to be the difference this year between Coosa and what they were last year. They're going to probably have a little bit more depth at certain positions. They are. Everybody on their defense is under a five flat. Mm. That's what Teddy told me. So they're they're going to be fast this year. Cleats put on some weight. Uh, the Mackey boy, remember all the tackles he had? Oh yeah, he's back. Yeah. Okay, and they added the kid from uh, Ragland's going to play defensive end on the other end. Mm. So look for Cusa to be to be. Uh, they're going to be better this year. Well, Coach Short, I was going to ask you: uh, Do you think that the outcome would have? Do you think Cusa could have played Leroy better? I mean, Le- Leroy yeah. handled Pickens very easily. Uh, I, it. I mean, just I mean, just honestly, it probably would have been the same type of game because Leroy okay. was so much uh, a lot of depth. Uh, from what mm-hmm. I hear, Leroy only played five guys both ways. That's mm-hmm. unbelievable in one A to right. be able to have that many that many players playing at the same time. So uh, Leroy had a lot of speed, had a lot of size, and that would have that would have made a lot of difference. You know, you talk about Costa having a lot of guys that, that are running under five flat. Leroy and those teams out of the South have that every year. So they got guys but, on the bench running under five flat. Waiting for their chance to play. So yeah. the key to it is by playing the game against a team from Mississippi, they're going to have right. to play a couple of games before you actually get into a, a finals against people that can run 
because you don't want to find yourself after a, a whole quarter that you're down by two touchdowns just because of the speed of the game is so much faster and you got to get used to it. So uh, that is a great uh, ploy for them playing somebody that will be a lot faster than them so they All can right. say, hey, guys, this is what we got to do. We got to be fast. We are. You might be the fastest in the world, but you don't – unless you ever have to use it, then you don't know if it can come out. It's like a race Look car. at the first game. I mean, the first game's up. That's going to be – that's a tough test. Yes, it will be. Geraldine uh, there. Yeah, especially on the physicality side of it. And, what, do y'all, uh, what do y'all think about the, you know, the outcome? You know, we Todd asked, you know, could Kusa have played Leroy better? Uh, you know, with the Millery being a surprise there, you know, uh, was there any surprise to you, Kevin, of, of Leroy just kind of seeming to dominate against Millery? Well, like I said, just um, I was kind of surprised because uh, I've always followed the Sweetwater program, and the week before, Millery just destroyed Sweetwater. And, and you know, to be honest with you, I thought they would beat Leroy, and I totally blew that one. Um, but Leroy, but Leroy has—they've always got good athletes, and um, just to be able to do, like I said, like Coach said, just what they were able to do to Pickens County in the championship game—they uh, were just on fire. What was that final score? 41 to 6. And they're on the screen. Y'all can highlight it there. Millery for podcast listeners. 41 to 6 was the semi there. Uh, It beat Sweetwater. Very surprising for me personally. Uh, You know, we've all talked about Sweetwater is, is, and they're, they're, they're they won their first state title in 77, Mm -hmm. the year I was born. So they're definitely a dominant program. The thing you have to watch for somebody in every classification is the teams that have been there before. Uh-huh. they're usually the teams that can get there again a lot easier. You know, you have these teams that, that they come along and we used to, as coaches, when we went down to our, our meetings that first Saturday, we would get there and you'd look around and it's the same guys. It's the same right. teams over and over and over. But every once in a while you'll have that one hit wonder. They've got a bunch of seniors that have been good for three or four years and, and they can get there. But what can they do once they get there? That, that's, that's the key. You have to, uh, Somehow, unless you're just that much better, that's why if I was betting and when I pick, I pick for those guys that have been there before a lot of times because, uh, I mean, the experience of being there is just so invaluable, especially playing in the stadiums that they play in now. You know, back a long time ago, it used to be you would play like we one year we played T.R. Miller in 94 at T.R. Miller in the state finals. But then the next time I played in the state finals, we were playing in a neutral site in Birmingham at Legion Field. So it has a lot to do. You ought to watch those kids when they come in and they, and they walk into an Alabama or Auburn or now UAB and watch them look around. Man, they're just in awe. If teams yeah, you have go, been there, don't go through that. You go from people being able to hear who's screaming stuff at you and not having a clue that anybody's in the stadium probably. Hmm. Well, I mean, really, you're a long way from them. Yeah, it's even different for coaches. I mean, the coaches are sitting there and he's not used to having to scream bloody murder and he looks up and you better – you better have a way to – and it's not necessarily their crowds are much better. It's just the stadium is so much larger and the sound starts carrying. You better do a good job of having uh, hand signals to be able to get in all your offensive and defensive formations. Yeah, uh, Ryan says over here on the on the comment section that he said the Miller is going to be loaded again. Uh, only lost a few linemen, so. They got a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't know his name, obviously. I mean, where is Millery? In Millery? <laughs> I mean, where is that? I mean, is that Mobile County? Yeah. It's got to be down there on the somewhere on the on the branches of Alabama. Well, another thing, uh, Leroy's always been a two A for the most part, have they not, Coach? Yes. 
Okay, and then they dropped to 1A. That's not going to be – that's not tough for them. I mean, they beat Fife in 2007 when they won it. Um, well, you know, you always have to – not the only year, one won. Yeah, mm-hmm. every year I always watch and try to see, uh, like, the teams that drop down, and, and we'll talk about it in a few minutes, like in 4A, Andalusia used to be five and dropped down to mm-hmm. four. A lot of teams, when a, when a team drops down, that they have an advantage because they've been playing against oh, yeah. bigger and faster Definitely. people. Definitely. Washington County. Thank you, Ryan, for the input. Washington County. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's uh, that's kind of one A stuff. And uh, speaking of one A, let me go here and uh, let's ring in Coach Hammond. Let's bring him on on the air here. Let's see what he's got going on. We'll bring him in. Valley head head coach, Coach Hammond. Look forward to hearing from him here. We'll look at Valley head schedule. Talk to him. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Coach Hammond, what's going on? It's Matt. Todd, what's hey, up? Matt, how are you, buddy? Good, sir. What's going on today? Oh, I just got to eat two big hamburgers. Now I feel like I'm going to go jog, but I'm probably not going to go jog. That's <laughs> a while. Go on, jog down highway. Hammondville <laughs> Highway there. Yeah, you'd like to see that, wouldn't you, Mr. <laughs> I just, you know why I want to come over. Yeah, we, we're not getting, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> we're out of we're out of fish and we're out of frogs. Coach, thank you for uh, spending some time to hit the live uh, show here with us. We got Kevin Moore and Coach Short in house with us. Well, thank y'all. Thank you for calling and thanking of us. You guys cover a wide range of. Uh, uh, I mean, it reaches out pretty good, and a lot of kids are getting exposure, and a lot of coaches, and a lot of programs, and. Uh, I just appreciate y'all thinking. Yeah, you know, I was kind of surprised. You know, Bo and them goes up there some, and they're spread all over the state now. He he's uh, a man with many talents, and uh, I'm gonna call, try to call him a little bit. He's they're still gone. I think they may be on their way back, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when uh, with Ian going on the tear that he went on, you know, we'll go ahead and look at y'all's schedule for next season. But with Ian's tear, I thought, you know, uh, he's amazing. What a good kid, and I, I talked to him on Instagram some, and um. Nobody was really covering, but you know, just yeah. you know, when uh, Reggie or, or Dana would you know would go up there, oh, you know, yeah. covering, I thought, yeah. why is nobody this for you know, DeKalb News? Did they not? And I just heard through you know, rumors and people just say, no, not really. Yeah, so no, I was he, like, oh, well. just yeah, it was it was real quiet with him, and he was uh, he's a special kid, of course. Once you get to know him, you know that, and uh, yeah, he, he's a he's a grown man that, that you can trust and shake hands with. And, He'll do what he tells you he's going to do. But, man, he was – you know, when you get a kid that, that, that sprints out on the field for practice and he sprints in first after practice and he sprints out for the game, he's, he's the first one in at halftime. He's the first one in at the end of the game, win or lose or draw. They just don't come by much. You know, all, all, all of us that's been in this business 20-plus years, you know, you're going to run across a handful, but you'll remember them, and it's just a handful. That's it's the kind of guys uh, you want to go to battle with. Those are the that's, kind of kids. You'd like to have plenty of them, you know. Well, they just don't come around. Well, I mean, it showed in his numbers, too. You know what? He had 4,900 yards his last two years, right, Coach? Yeah, somewhere around in there. Yeah. It, was, uh, it, it was real special. I think at one time, you know, I think – don't hold me to it, but he either finished leading the state in all classifications, like seventh nationally, or one time we looked at it, and that's where he was at. Uh, and it may have been late in the year. I don't know exactly where he finished up, but – uh you know, he's special, and the deal is, you know, he's he played quarterback in a single wing look, kind of two tight ends, but you know he wasn't like Tyler. You know, Tyler was 
Tyler was special. He was the same type of kid. Right. And, uh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. with me, when I was doing offense, you know, we thought it died. Tyler, there was a couple nights Tyler carried it like 40 times. Right, right. You know, Ian kind of, he, he kind of, you know, everybody had some. Well, Hunter ended up with 12, 1,500, whatever it was. I don't know. I think it was over 12, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you had another kid on the same team that had great numbers, so. We kind of spread it around a little bit. But yeah, Ian's fun. Yeah, he he's going to be on with uh, Beckett down there at uh, at Faulkner's. Going to get mm-hmm. signed up, and, and we're proud of him for all that. So, you know, without Ian, you know, Valleyhead's going to look a little bit different. Same same fundamentals, and we know how you're going to coach it. And uh, they're going to play old school football. And uh, I had O'Brien on earlier, and uh, he's excited to to be over there and get to play you guys. Y'all will be at uh at home to play Coast we'll Christian. Home. Yeah. We'll be at home and it's always uh my two years that we've been here love playing them. It's uh it's a build up game and he, he pokes fun at me. That's gonna be our homecoming this year and of course he, he gets on me but but I told you I said coach I, I want our biggest game to be homecoming. You're always our biggest game. <laughs> right. You, right. You know, uh, but the last two years it's just been a, well, y'all it's had been a- really, really good football between Two pretty good football teams. Y'all had a battle last year, didn't you? Yeah. Lord, yeah. We went out. I'd have lost every piece of land I've got over here and every dollar in my pocket, which ain't much. But we was watching those kickers warm up before, uh, before the game. <laughs> and I said, man, they don't have what well, They've got four. I said, yeah. And they're kicking them over this building. <laughs> oh, I ain't yeah. never seen nothing like it in my life. Think about you know, kicking the Gadsden City. Yeah, you just, I mean, you know, you got to have some luck down the road. I don't care what you're doing. The ball's got to bounce your way some, no matter how hard you work or what you do. And sometimes you can work every bit that hard, and the ball don't bounce your way. You know, we went, I think, last year going into game five, we had been behind at halftime all four games. Right, right. Well, that's hard to win off. I mean, that's pretty hard to overcome four games being down at halftime. You know? All right, guys, if y'all were stopping by yeah, and just kind, of, just kind of pulling into the show, we got Coach Hammond on, uh, head coach Valley Head. Tigers up there on the mountain. Uh, Coach, again, thank you for coming by. Coach Short and Kevin Moore in studio there with us. Uh, guys, what do y'all got for, for Coach Hammond? Any questions or uh, look at the schedule? Or what's up? Go ahead, Kevin. Well, Coach, I just, uh, like I said, I just, I, I kind of followed, started following you guys after your win over Cusa Cruiser because I have a couple friends of mine that, that played on that 84 state championship team and they were kind of hoping. They 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 were they were proud. Of, they were sticking out their chest with the valley head shirts. Uh, and uh, but like I said, how do you uh, like I say? I guess I guess I guess at a one A level, or didn't matter, didn't really matter what level. Just how do you keep the kids from being uh, uh or just keep from being com- uh, complacent? Yeah. Uh well we 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 really don't talk about complacent much. You know I I got with uh, Coach Lamb years ago and just kind of. Picked his brain some, and this has been 10, 12 years ago. And he told me, he said, uh, you ain't going to believe this. He said, but we just left weights in June, and uh, they go play baseball, basketball, go with their family, do whatever. He said, we really don't start football until after 4th of July. He said, and then it's kind of a slow pace. He said, we'll go three days. And I said, he said, well, you notice, you know, we always done our 707 over there. It was in July. He said, we don't do anything in June, Coach, but just lift. He said, that's just a couple of days a week. And, you know, I kind of kind of stole that from him and uh, took it to Chattooga with me when I started over there. And I don't know why, but there, here at Valleyhead, too, when November gets here, we have a group of young men 
that are not ready for football to be over. Damn. I mean, at no point in time do I ever see our kids, and, and this has been going on for six, eight years now. I hadn't seen a group of kids like, well, I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm glad this I'm glad I'm moving on. So I'm glad this is over. Uh, we just uh, they really like football. And we try to keep practices short, go an hour and a half, and we don't hang out. I use the terminology all the time: don't hang out, get out. So as soon as we're done, we don't sit around and eat sandwiches together. They get out and right. get away from it. So it really works for it. You know, everybody's got to find their niche that works. And lifting weights and being as big and as strong as we can be, managing the trying to manage the game on Friday nights, along with managing the clock to give ourselves a chance to win at the end and just trying to stay fresh all year. Uh, that, that seems to work for us. You uh, mentioned Coach Lamb, Calhoun. That shocked me when you told me that. Oh, yes, sir. Because I think everybody's got the impression that it's just football year-round. Every day well, they're throwing if, seven on seven. Todd, if you'll go back and look, we've done the same thing at Chattooga, and I know you remember. Mm-hmm. But if you'll go back and look at Coach Lamb's run at Calhoun, Mm-hmm. They won in everything. They were the best wrestling team. They were the best basketball team. They were the best cheerleading squad. They were the best baseball team. They were good in everything. Oh, yeah, they were. And if you look back at those six years there, there at Chattooga, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of won in everything. Yes. And you can yes. people can relate it to, well, you had a run of good athletes. Well, you don't keep a run of good athletes for six years. And, no. by the way, they're the same athletes that, you, know, that you always had. Right, uh, right. And the same thing for Valleyhead. You know, so I just think staying fresh, putting all the kids in the weight room. Uh, my principal's done a really, really good job with me, uh, Corey Dupree, of allowing us to to put all the kids in weights. And so you got the guy playing point guard, lifting with a quarterback. And before long, you get things like we'll start. You know, we went through spring with 44 kids. Right. Uh, you know, I think was 65 boys, grades 9 through 12. Right. Uh, so right. We, we about got everybody playing everything. Coach, this is Coach Short. I, I, I did it for quite a while myself. Uh, my question uh, to you is, do, do you – first of all, I heard you say you had spring training. So when are you going to start? Yes, do you have that extra week or did you play a game in the spring? We, we played a game in the spring. Uh, you know, a place like Valleyhead financially is tough. So I've tried to the last two years to bring in – the biggest, best football teams we could for a spring game. And so last year at Valley Hill, we brought in Gordon Lee and Chattooga, made over mm-hmm. 20 grand. Our yeah. kids seen that, hey, they, they're not going to eat us. Uh, and then uh, this year we played Chattanooga Christian, which is very good, and the five Red Devils. So, you know, we made great money again this year. So it really helps our program to be able to, to, to have a spring game financially and for our kids to see that, Hey, even though somebody's got 15 state championships, if I'll just go play, maybe I can do something good. Yeah, maybe I did do something good. So, you know, that's kind of the way we take it. Our number so one uh, number one fan, Jeff Anderson, I got to ask this. He asked uh, Coach uh, Fundamentals, what does it rate at on your list for your when you get out there and get and get after it? Uh, well, we're not as not as good as what we need to be. Uh, but to me, the weight room is is the top. Uh, the next would be the next would be Hi. being fresh, and then then fundamental. So I mean, it's you you got to be able to step. If I can get kids to step with the right foot and put their hat and hand in the right place, then we got a chance. Yeah, fundamentals are always important. And on top of that, there are also in in today's game there are a lot of fundamentals you actually can teach 
within the weight room concept of, of weights, conditioning, oh. training, speed training. There's a lot of things. When you said step with your right foot, a lot of times you got to do that in the weight room. Yeah. So there's yes, a lot sir. of things I mean, power wise. Put a kid in a squat rack, and he if he'll do that two days a week and get on chart and go to building, he's going to have some decent power angles if he can parallel squat. And if he can power clean. I, I was always a big power clean guy. If he can power clean, then he can get down there and, and, and block people. That's right. That's right. It's amazing what the weight room does when it comes fundamentally time to put on pads for practice. And we probably – Game one, North Sand Mountain. We'll, we'll get in a little bit of schedule there. Well, don't. You know, last year was the first year we played them, and I, you know that they were pretty good last year. I thought. Uh, I think they're pretty good every year. Coach Kirby does a great job, and uh, don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Really, don't know what they lost. Don't you know? Don't know a lot about. Them. I don't know. Uh, I, I know they're all right. Like you said, yeah. they're they're decent every year, but yeah. you got them at home, so that's going to be a yeah. little bit of advantage. But you know, they's they's not a game on the schedule that that we can look over. Uh, and you like it that way, you know. Uh, non-region for us was North Sand section, uh, Outer, and Collins. That's a pretty tough non-region. That's pretty good for a little 1A Valley. Yeah. Too. But, you know, like we talked in the spring, you know, those two who you brought in to play, Fife, and that Chattanooga Christian was good now. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. fun to watch. They were and, good. Uh, that was uh, – do you think that, obviously, the boys seeing that is going to be a plus? It sure helps the mentality because mm-hmm. when we watch tape together, every kid on my team done something really good and correct at least once. Right, right. And in their head, they're thinking, man, y'all just done that again. You know, the Wills kid, yeah, I, yeah, he made the last five tackles. But I got, I, 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 he didn't get that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't yeah, make it, that tackle. It, yeah, it builds confidence, you know. It really does. Yeah. Now you're going to be at section and uh, at Decatur. Now, uh, yes, we don't know a lot about section. We've talked about Decatur a little bit. They're always a team that's banging around that area and that region. You know, they're always going to have a football team. Yeah, well, I mean, those are three games that could go either way. You know, I mean, section, uh, Coach Edwards does a great job. I've always thought the world of Riley, and, and uh, he gets a lot of kids to play. Uh, then we go, and I, I like the guy over at Decatur Heritage. He's, he, he's a stand-up man. and I think he's a new – is he a new coach? Is that right? I think. Uh, I don't did know they about change? Decatur Heritage. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I had heard through the grapevine they was, and then I heard they did. So I'm not real sure. I thought they had a good team last year. I thought their quarterback was good. He was. Uh, I don't know We're if running he's back. 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 Yeah, running he back is back. back. Quarterback's gone, but running back is back. Okay. Running back, right. back. He's he's a stud last year. So. Then you'll you go. Go ahead. It's just a you know it's a gauntlet for us. It really right. is. Right. Then you go Coosa Christian. Then add Ida at Cedar Bluff. Yeah. Cedar yeah. Bluff's always that. Usually been that perennial team that's always been good in that region. Uh, Coach Crane going to take the. He's going to take over the reins and move from offensive coordinator up sort of to uh, to be yep. head coach. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. They'll still be just as good as ever. Uh, they got some uh, athletes. Yes, sir. Always have. Yeah, 70s, they do. 80s, 90s. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people say, well, they don't have athletes like they used to, but that don't mean they don't have athletes. Yeah. Well, there's not yeah. a thing coming through. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to play against Devlin Clifton. We don't have. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's yeah, right. That's, there's not many that's of them. Coach, <laughs> Coach, let me ask you a question. This is Coach Short again. Uh, hey, besides Coach. yourself, okay, besides yourself, give me an idea, and I'm going to put you on the spot. And you don't have to answer if you don't want to, because I used to not answer this question to media too. Uh, 
who would who how would you rank your region right now? Let's just say that if you was to somebody asked you who's going to be the top four, and we'll go ahead and put you at the top since you're speaking. We'll put you at the top. Well, how would I, you rank the other ones? Uh, I think <laughs> you can put us, Coosa Christian, yeah, yep, Appalachian. Please don't forget those guys. They're supposed don't, to be very good. Very oh, good. Like, they, they've, they've got better since day one. Uh-huh. Uh, really had us on the ropes down there. But you, you've got to put us. Game. Oh, yeah. You've got to put us, Appalachian, Coosa Christian, uh, Cedar Bluff, you know, uh, Decatur Heritage, Galesville. Coach Knapp's always going to have something up his sleeve. Uh, Coach Knapp, he'll run that crisscross on you. Well, man, <laughs> he's, got, he's got Coach Smith over there, so they ain't going to tell him what, what they're getting off the lake. Average 77 yards to carry that crisscross. <laughs> right. So, Coach, what you're telling me is it, it, it may be one of those years where somebody good is going to be left out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think it is. That's a great way to answer it. Yeah. I think there's going to be a high-quality team this year not make game 11. Uh, we we had talked. We had talked. Winning record. Yes, I actually, I, me and John Holder were talking the other night about this region and said, "Look, there, there's going to be a good football team that may be left out of the playoffs, and they might be a football team that's in the playoffs that could be five and five, and, c- and could that actually could move could move up to the third round of the playoffs eventually and be that, five and five. You, that is correct. You could take a five and five, six and four team out of this region this year. I feel like. And if things come together for them, I think you could look up and say, hey, they're in the quarters. Well, there's no way around it. Whoever's fifth – the fifth team in this region is going to be a pretty good team, and they're not going to make the playoffs. There's no – that's 100% guarantee. Yep. So, we – you know, Woodville, you know, I don't – you know, Woodville last year, and I know they've changed coaches. They did. But, Lord, they they came to us, and uh, if they hadn't fumbled the first three drives, they'd been up almost Mm. 21 nothing. Wow. Might have been the most improved team in the state. I, I thought they was. And then we seen them at the white meet, you know, and he yeah. had 30 something kids there lifting, and I was just really impressed with them. Now, you're going to finish off there, and we're fixing to call him here in just, just a few minutes. We'll let you get off here. Uh, uh, are you going to be over at the, the Fighting Willinghams of the Panthers of Collinsville? What about our Ernie? Uh, well, Ernie's coach, Willingham, is one of, I consider <laughs> one of my best friends in the world. And, we uh we've always done a lot of stuff together outside of football and and you know he i, I take a lot of pride and he still lets me hunt his land so, you know, i don't go out there and kill all of his deer like some people come get on my frog we only got 38 yeah <laughs> yeah the, the pond is no bigger than a kitty pool uh, but you know i think uh, coach willingham and them all their skilled kids are back they're gonna yep. find a few linemen uh man, he does such a great job kids love him they all want to play. He's got plenty of good help. He, he keeps a great facility. He is Collinsville. Of course, you know, his dad was Collinsville and, yep. and the family and John, and they're just uh, – they're stand-up guys. I mean, he's going to have a quality team every year. Him and Teddy do a, do a good job, and I go up there and visit with them uh, last week one day, and they're just getting after it. And I like I like um, how, you know, uh, Ernie still values that old school coaching uh, that you can get he on does. to kids and you can hold them to a higher value and try to get the best out of them. And I enjoy that about him. He still has a burning passion to be with kids. Yeah. Coach Hammond, uh, if you don't mind me asking, why are y'all having to go to Collinsville again? Uh, we're not. They're coming to us. Oh, okay. Typo. Yeah. Okay. We, we uh, well, hold on just a minute. Don't hold me to that. That's right. Uh, That's right. No. Uh, 
Now that's off my you know, I I think we, Coach Dean, I think we – I have to look at my schedule, but I think we are going to Collinsville. Okay. Uh, Coach Willingham, you know, it was the, the end of the two-year cycle. Oh, okay. Basically, and, and the way his time. schedule worked, he needed another home game, and I told him right. I could work mine out. And I, I think that's the case, but don't hold me to that. Ask Coach Willingham. He'll be okay. able to tell you. All right. Guys, yeah. y'all, have, uh, y'all have anything for Coach Hammond? I'm good. Okay, cut short. Oh no, I've had I've asked a hundred questions already. I'm good. I just want to uh, tell you congratulations, Coach, because I know you're gonna have another Thank good year. You. And uh, I, I like the ideas about how you're how you're playing, especially on a one A schedule. Don't waste time. Don't spend three hours when you can do it in an hour and a half. No, we sure don't. We I think I think we're. Uh, I don't know. We practiced past the hour and a half all year last year. Wow. Really try to play kids one way and and, mm-hmm. and go best on best for twenty minutes and go home. Hmm. Sounds good. To That's me. gone well for you. I mean, it's the, really gone well. For that playing, a lot of kids wanting to play. Right. Yeah. All right, Coach. Again, thank you for your time. Again, everybody, uh, listeners, Coach Hammond, Valley Head Tigers. Um, Coach, what is your? It is the twenty fifth at uh, North Sand Mountains. That's your first game, or y'all gonna have a little? Yes, sir. Twenty fifth okay. at home against North Sand be our first. One. Yep, y'all go up here and watch them play, man. And uh, it's a great atmosphere to be at, especially when you get over in October. Carry your jacket. We go see Coach Hammond and the bunch and aggravate them, and see Coach Jody poke him a little bit and aggravate yes, him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get it. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate thank you. your time, Coach. Well, thank y'all and have a great evening. You too, you too bud. Come on. All right, uh, Coach Hammond. Valleyhead Tigers guys, though, y'all, uh, y'all good on everything? You need to grab a drink or or uh, bathroom breaks. Or everybody okay? I'm good. Yeah, we're good. All right, we'll keep rolling here. Let me. Uh, Bo let me wants call. to talk to you. I know that's what I'm fixing to do. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Where's he at? Miami. Yeah, he's coming back. From some <laughs> I mean, he was in Chicago he in and then he's in Miami. He's been everywhere. When does he work? Uh, where are they coming back from? He's a uh, somewhere in Florida. I think, yeah, I think you're coming back for it. Let me call him. He's been to every stadium and he just, it, uh, he'll say, let me hit you back. Get up. Bo Starkey, you're live on the Matt and Todd show. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good. How about you guys? We are hanging in here. Kevin Moore on the line here and Coach Short also in the room with us. What's going on, Starkey? Two legends. Yes, sir. I, I've been touring the country, man. I'm actually, uh, Back Where are you at now? Heading home in the morning. Okay, so you are south of us. Okay, a little bit. Boca Raton <laughs> is that where the uh, NTU's at? Yeah. Yes, sir. It's about three minutes from where I'm at right oh, now. Wow. You were Beautiful in IMG country. the other day, IMG Academy. I saw you visiting yeah. there. I went to jail, but yeah, I was there. <laughs> What'd you go there? Did you go on the grounds or something? Yes, I did. Yeah, almost got in jail. He just motioned me in. Yeah. I guess he thought I was a employee or something yeah mm-hmm. and i just went out there taking pictures or whatever then their defensive line coach i'd met him before i can't remember his name he uh he come downstairs he's like what's up man i said oh nothing man i was just getting some pictures looking around he's like man you can't let them cats catch you down here <laughs> i was like really he's like yeah man he's like this is like private private property oh, and still even know Josh i can't imagine a prosecutor really attacking somebody on that though and won't, especially when the security waved me in yeah, yeah you had a good case yeah yeah, yeah, we think yeah. About but we're, we've been through uh we've been through 1a and we fix and get into 2a but we'll backtrack yeah. a little bit and uh we always like your input because you are uh you're the boss and in, in high school football <laughs> runs through average joe's through you and josh and reggie and, and what a job y'all do so always hats off to you guys 
What do you think I about appreciate uh, the kind words? Absolutely, man. We appreciate you uh, reaching the hand out to us back in the day and bringing us on, and, and here we are. Uh, you know, uh, we couldn't have done it without you, and we love to work together because we work together for the kids. Yeah, that's, that, that's always the goal. What do you think about uh, about 1A, you know, coming back in this year? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, it's going to be very interesting, 1A North especially. There's some teams gotten better. There's some teams with some question marks. Yep. Uh, 1A South will always have a juggernaut, whether, you know, it just changed, it just rotates. It seems like they have uh, blue bloods year in, year out, and they rotate who's good each year. Sweetwaters, um, Leroy's. Sweetwaters, Leroy. Leroy's and froze up last year, you know. Um, but 1A North, I mean, it's going to be wide open, but I mean, there's some really good teams right here in this region. In the north, well, it's okay. It's, it's my show, bro. You can dig it. We can say the fighting O'Brien's may have a shot at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, uh, you know, they're they've gotten better. I yep. mean, the, the simple fact if somebody would have told you, if somebody would have walked up and said, Here's a briefcase, two years from now, they would have had enough uh clout, as the younger kids say, that they can go in and hire Rush Probes. Do you know how you would have got laughed at? Oh, man, yeah, no. Well, if you said they They'd nearly said, made it to the probably, state championship. Hey, Todd, mm-hmm. they would have – well, either one of those two statements, yeah. they'd have probably sent the white coats after yeah. you to lock you in a padded cell. Somewhere. Well, they just said you was an idiot and walked off. I mean, whoever, <laughs> yeah. whoever. But, you it, know. but then you fast forward two years, you know, and, it, and they hire Rush. They got enough clout and respect, I guess, so to speak, to, to hire Rush. And, and uh, even if it was brief, it didn't matter. Uh to hire him and and like Todd said, they're they're literally inches away from a state championship game last year. It's incredible. Uh with two A and you know, Fife has got to come yeah. up and you've always oh, been yeah. close with Coach Benefield and you do the Saturday morning shows with him. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and there's always those uh goofy rumors that well they're just gonna be, you know, I don't know. Like and thirteen the, and one. Yeah, yeah, then they show up and win the state <laughs> again. But as of as of last year, you know, uh what I'm the more question is probably like what about BB Comer, you know, or can they get back at this thing again or what? The the thing about BB Comer, there's a couple of question marks. Uh BB Comer has almost every dude back, but oh. almost every coach gone. Oh okay. do they have the All dude back? Well. Yes, he's yes, back. Yes, he did. Yes, quarterback's he's back. Okay, fifteen hundred yards, uh, hundred tackles. That's what he had yes. last year. And uh all all their guys are back. Minus maybe two to three, but they had two or three coming up that's going to replace them, and you're not going to notice a big difference. But the big thing is, is the cupboard was raided with coaches, and they all went right down the road to Sylacauga mm-hmm. out from under Coach Fawcett. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's and Coach Short to tell you this, uh, Kevin as well. You're only as good as your staff in some situations. I mean, um. What's it's going to be interesting. What's the kid's man name? Man, is so good. Harris. Kamari Harris. Yeah. Kamari Harris. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, talking about new staffs and stuff, now we, we got to bring this up and we'll we'll dabble more into this too. Um, 3A, um, you know, we know Coach Smith's one over Westbrook. You know, where's, yeah. uh, where's Piedmont land with this new? I mean, they got probably the toughest region in the state with Sylvania and Geraldine. They're going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, as Coach yeah. Miller being a new coach, you know him. You've met him a little bit. Um, you know, what do you think about Piedmont? I mean, uh, Piedmont's gonna be a question mark. Yeah. Uh, from the standpoint is you don't have a haze throwing a football yeah. for the first time in a while. It seems like seven like, years, you know. is it? But now they yeah. got the best receiver in Northeast Alabama, Ishmael. did they not? Yeah, they, he is very, very good. Very and good. all the rumors is Ishmael, I think Ishmael, Ishmael Bethel's his yeah. name. Yes. He didn't go anywhere. 
No, no, you know, he rumor slide. He's going here. He's going there. <laughs> Wait, he can't. Can he? He's still there. I don't know. Yeah, I, Jonathan Miller's a really good coach. Right. It's going to be a different type of coaching he's going to have to do now because these kids are entrenched in what they knew with Steve and, and Coach Blanchard, yeah. mm-hmm. and even Coach Glover and those guys that he had out there. So now, Coach Miller's innovative though. He's a, he's a really good football coach. Uh, He's a man of few words, but if you get around him and get to talking to him, he, he's very knowledgeable about the game. Um, he's a really, really good coach. So well, first I think question for the – He's going to be a different type coach. Right. Coaching he has to do here. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, and they had to – you know, they've changed some coaches too. They, you know, they got to – even though he, he's changed, he's had to bring some new coordinators. A lot of guys that were helping out are not there now. But – to right. me, I'm going to go watch them. They're in an FCA 7-on-7 seven seven out at uh, uh, Fort McClellan uh, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. I'm going to go to that because I just want to see who Piedmont's quarterback's going to be. I think probably, uh, and I may be wrong, uh, Piedmont's 7th and 8th grade team, uh, I will say this, a, a coach told me that may be one of the better Piedmont teams that they've ever had as far as yep. young kids. That says yep. a lot. Well, They've got a left-handed kid. It's an eighth grader. There'll be a ninth grader. And people says ninth graders don't start as quarterbacks. I said Hayes did. So they, both they, of them. Yeah, had, yeah both of them. They've had start. them before. Actually, one of them started a couple games as an eighth grader. That may be the guy. But I'm going to be interested to see who their quarterback's going to be. And if they signal in plays, it's going to take a while for a kid in Piedmont to get used to having to read signals on the sidelines because they've never I done that. Pinto. Uh, I thought Pinto no, might the be blonde, the, the What's the guy? He's got blonde, blondish brown hair. He plays basketball, but it's not Pinto. It's uh, I think of his name. I've had him on the show before. He's a real good kid. They got a Hanson steal, or did he graduate? I, I think of his name. I could wait and see if it's not the left-handed kid. It was the eighth grade. There'd be a freshman next year. That's, That's their next guy. Right. Yes. That's right. a heard by the QB. Again, guys, if y'all were just pulling up here on the page to the best dang sports show going, we got the boss. Bo Starkey from Average Joe's. He is traveling back. Uh, well, actually, he's not traveling back yet, but he is uh, on the phone here with us. Uh, 4A, we'll get to this, and I'll let you get off here. This just We'll hit some of these that's kind of round close to us. Andalusia, Bo, we seen what they did last year, but I got a little bitty but. Montgomery Catholic is steaming and rolling. Aniana is not going to be bad, and Cherokee County is bringing a lot of guys back. What about that? Yeah, Andalusia, I don't, from top to bottom, they lost – some guys, they still have some guys back, but I wouldn't look for them to be as strong. They got Burnett Catholic. back, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, they do. Uh, on their on their lines, they lost. Now their best defensive lineman was only a, a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that was circled by both Catholic, mm-hmm. Juice Johnson circled him, and after watching film and uh, Rico, I watched film study with him. He circled him as well. Mm-hmm. He was a sophomore defensive end. Um, he's back, obviously. He's only a sophomore. Now, Catholic, uh, I know a little stuff on Catholic. They're going to be loaded again. Yeah. I'll just say that. And, uh, again, man, it's just tough uh, because it's one of those things, the hurdle. It's, I think it's in their own mind um, at getting over that semifinal hurdle. Or that you know they finally did bust through to get to five and was up sixteen to nothing in the state championship game and lost. Right. Who, who so, fills in for Cobb? I don't. You know, so one of y'all fill me in on that. Uh, I, no comment right now. Okay. 
Judkins. Oh no, Judkins. He he's played at Pike Miss. Road. Yeah. Here's, a, here's <laughs> another thing. This is what I heard. And I think me and Coach Short was rambling about this maybe the other day. Aniston has got some new additions. So let's please not forget about Aniston. And Jackson was going to be good. Aniston lost Aniston a lot, lost though, four. but they you got, got five it. that yeah. transferred out. But they do have the best, probably top five corner in the state. One hundred percent sure still. Um, but I'll, t- I'll tell you this, Bo, and a couple of others. The the backup running back at Oxford, actually backup. He had to play a lot last year after an injury. He's transferred to Aniston. The quarterback mm-hmm. at Sachs last year's transferred to Aniston. Yeah. Uh, running back from another 5A school in Calhoun County has moved to Anniston. That's I, yeah. I won't even say the name of the school. I'll just say he's wow. moved. Uh, Anniston's still got a chance. Let me tell you what, and I'll say yeah. this. I don't mind saying it. Anniston has hired probably the best offensive coordinator they've ever had. Wow. Ever. So look for them to be right a back. A very high disciplinary guy. Uh, he's been a head coach before at Bullock County. He was in Georgia. He's been around state championships. Uh they got a guy that can, that they don't know exactly what's going on and what they're doing, and he's excited. He's told me he's real excited. Yeah. And and you and you look at their like last year's games, Andalusia and Aniston. Oh, yeah. and I I won't go no farther, but that that could have been that could have went either way. Just like oh, Hanley yeah, and Montgomery yeah. Catholic could have went either Great way. Game. Great game. And, and Hanley's excited about their year. You it know, was 29-26 Andalusia over Montgomery Catholic. That game went down. Bo, wasn't you at that game? Uh, Brick Boy was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now they run a punt back, right? No. Uh, yes. You talking about the Aniston game? Andalusia did to beat them. Yeah. 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 After going for going on uh, fourth down, going for it inside your own twenty like three times. So wow. I, we watched I Aniston. The game. I'll we stop watched, that one. Yeah. Piedmont come back on Aniston last year. Yeah. A yeah. big time. Everybody they, came back on Aniston. They did that. Bad. They were bad about that. Matt left that game yeah. and yeah. called me, and I'm like, dude, you better go back because they're coming back. What about yeah. uh, I wouldn't be a good sports guy here for Cherokee County if I didn't mention our local 4A team, uh, uh, Cherokee County. If it's put some people in the meat grinder, the only, they're just the only thing I, I worry. This is all I worry better. about. This is all I worry about, Bo. One thing. Quarterback? No, no, what? no. I, I, they got they're gonna have two to pick from. I, gotcha. They're not gonna sneak up on people anymore. Oh, no. no. Oh, that's over Coach with. Kelly has put his thumb down and said, here's how yep. we're going to play football. We're going to run it right at you. If you don't like yep. it, oh, well, get over it because we're coming. When he went to that straight downhill uh, against that wall, I think that's when they found their identity. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever going to go away from that. They, First of all, I mean, I ain't trying to say this to be mean. I'm just uh-huh. being nice. I don't know if anybody in North 4A – can stop them from doing that. Yeah, and man. I'm not taking a shot at nobody. I'm not talking them negatively, but I mean, you tell me somebody that's going to line up and completely shut down what they have in that backfield from a running standpoint. From, well, you got Corneo and Diamond. I figure that's Diamond will get a lot about. more carries. That'll be Q Sean. That's kind hey, of. Hey, how would you like for Corneo to come jogging to the sidelines to get his breath? Yeah. And you just rolled. Diamond out there. Well, that's what his size weight. Oh, I know. Running behind his pad, wouldn't that be fun? There's another one though. <laughs> he that, says there's another there's one. That's another, going, uh, and I ain't gonna say no. Oh, the, I, I won't let it be a secret. What that, I seen in the weight room that day, man. He's a smaller guy, but he's super yeah. fast. He's very mm-hmm. quick. Because Tay played on defensive end, I don't know who's yeah. gonna be able to deal with him. All the offensive line between Gaylor and Hernandez, Cooper, Landon Ransom, all them guys are back. They're changing their center. They're changing their quarterback. 
Now, some of their skill guys, you're going to miss Kid Lightning and Jack Hayes. He just brings a different energy to oh, the team. He's going to be different. Be it's going to be different without Jack. But, guys, they brought Turner in. He's come over. He he moved in. Uh, it's going to be different. Well, that's the question. Yeah, people on the meat grinder, you got a 2,600-yard back, and you got you had two 600-yard backs. Is there a thir- two of the threes back? Yeah. Do they have somebody that can they, – they got that third back that can get 600 yards? I'm just saying. Uh, Probably. It, it'll be uh, – I ain't going to say who because I want it to be a surprise, too. Right. Kevin, here's my question. I've got a question. Yes. I got a, I got a question. Kevin's on for y'all guys, I got a question. Do do they have the quarterback and receiver that can make a difference in a state championship game against the type of people we just talked about, the Anistons, the, the uh, Andalusias, the Catholics, and all them people that are going to have great athletes? Do they have a quarterback and a receiver that can make that big a difference? Because you're going to be able to not just line up and run the football with some of those guys. I'll be honest, I don't even know who their receivers will be. Yeah, it's – that's why I was asked that because we should know if there's that kind of guy. If there's a, a, a dog out there, as Bo would call him, is there that kind of guy out there in a quarterback that can make those kind of throws to win you a state championship? It remained to be seen. Here's the answer to that. This my opinion. Um, for the way he likes to play and just being around that program, he's going to try to throw it, son, to keep you honest. But they're, they're kind of a – he likes to run the ball and he wants to control line of scrimmage. So they're going to try to scheme to run – but also throw, you know, little quick plays, you know, little two-step drops and those kind of things. So I don't know. That is a good question, but I think the way the style that he wants to play, and when they get down there to ready to play another team, the question is going to be what we seen last year at Auburn. Can they control line of scrimmage? And Andalusia said, no, we are going to control it. They're just huge, 6'6", 300 pounds. What a yeah. bunch of dogs they are. Man, they well, got scary. guys. Aniston manhandled them. Yeah, the first game I was at the Catholic Andalusia game. Yeah, I got two statements and a question for Kevin, real quick. Uh, First statement is X factor Hanley's gonna be really good again. They're always good. You might as well get ready for that. Anytime Coach Strain's there, you get ready because they're gonna be good. Yeah, that's a team to watch out for. A big question mark's Etowah. They lost a ton. Yeah, but they got Jamison Sism at quarterback now. But you take him away from receiving the ball. Yeah, they moved him. They moved him. Sism's gonna be a quarterback. Okay. And running backs up for grabs right now. They have Trey Woods. It was at at Cusa transferred over. Okay, he's going to be running running the ball some. That that's going to be an X factor. They lost a ton on defense too, so they're they're a question mark. Uh, Got to get some questions answered, which they can do. Uh, this is Tyler. They always got good football players, and they got a good head coach and, and Matt. But my my questions for Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's going to know this. Kevin, can you hear me? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, right I can now. hear you. Kevin, what, what does Aniana have back besides fluff, and what are they going to look like? Well, uh, not a whole lot. I know they've, they've had uh, another top wide receiver. has. Uh, I'll just say he's playing somewhere else. I'm not going to say where. Uh, they've <laughs> had several, they, and they had a big uh, graduating class. So, um, And one of, their, one of their quarterbacks has transferred, so they don't have depth at quarterback like they think they have. Um and I'll be honest with you, I was looking at their schedule last week. I see four losses on that schedule if they don't get things straightened out pretty quick. Wow. Well, let me ask you all a question. What's the problem over there? I mean, they're only the, like the second-best team in the north with a 3,000-yard back. Why are people bailing out of there? I don't get it. 
Uh, I don't understand it. I mean, it's not like this. It's not like it's the school on that movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn in it. (laughs) Why are people leaving that place? Why is Fluff and Shopped? I don't even want to talk about it. And they're not leaving for Thompson or Hoover's. They're leaving for teams in the same county. I don't understand it. We don't know. We we don't. Are the teams located on 411? Yes or no? (laughs) Bo, that's a good one. (laughs) Why did he say repeat that? There's a couple of teams on 411 now. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, and, there, and there's one that's not quite on 411, but they're fixed to take a lot of players from 411. Exactly. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but my only question to y'all was, I understand players leaving schools. I just don't understand yeah. why a player would leave on the on. Yeah. Hey, if know. you've ever been over there and you've seen their facilities, mm-hmm. the, I think this is me. Just I've been around. I've seen a lot of them. Right. I think they have the prettiest field. They do. Yeah, their absolutely. turf is the prettiest turf I've seen. Yeah, Phil Phillips is a state multi-time state winning coach. Yeah, and a great coach and a great motivator. And their facilities is really nice. Their weight room's nice. Their locker room's nice. I yeah. don't understand it either. It's like a six A. Any parents home watching? Uh, y'all are free to answer. Give I mean, us a like, hint there. I'm like Brandon Taylor hint. or some of those guys. It's getting harder and harder to be. And Coach Phillips, love him to death, to be a hard-nosed, very disciplined football coach it's getting harder and harder to do it because okay. you, you you put your thumb on them and you push some of these guys around and I'll you know with this, I'll leave. now yeah. i'll just leave and go somewhere else and, and they may find out it's the same okay. way over there because the grass is not always green on the other side sometimes that grass may be growing on top of a septic tank <laughs> well I, I mean it was just i was actually serious when i asked that question because i mean they've got a very question. good program very good hey, program. i want to hear kevin's thoughts on it kevin yeah. what are your thoughts on that you're around the morning. Well, I I agree with Coach Short. I mean, it's like it's just in the time for. I mean, back in back when I was coming up in high school, you know, if, if you got in trouble with the coach, you, you he either ran you till you passed out or or you or you didn't do wrong out of fear. And now some of these kids, I just you know, if they don't like what what they're hearing, they just they're out of there. They run. They run yeah. to the dressing room and get in the car and leave and don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Hey, hey, Bo, I got something for you. I'm going to give you some breaking news, but it's not broken. It, it might not, but it's about 95% sure it will, and you may already have an idea. Okay. And it's South Alabama. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, keep your eyes on 4A Baldwin County, a 4A school in Baldwin County, very close to where the water hits the shore, on what may happen this week. Orange, Orange County. Orange Beach. Right. Orange Beach. Your, oh, yeah. Keep your yeah. eyes on Orange Beach this week. This week. Keep your eyes out there. Uh, and then you can say that I told you. No, we're not. Yeah, that that's still an argument over who's going to get the bridge. I mean, that's, okay, yeah, that's okay. between Gulf Shores and Orange Beach on who can get the okay. most players. But Does he have uh, the same keep an eye on it. Former Alabama coach. Just keep an eye on it. Breaking news. That's why you hit the subscribe button, people. I think he does have the same name as a former Alabama. What about the Jacksonville Golden Eagles, guys? How good are they going to be? I think they got the best. They may have the best. One of the best quarterbacks. One of the best quarterbacks. I I ain't going to say he's the best. He's definitely one of the best quarterbacks in Northeast Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Me and Mike side by side. I don't want to disrespect anybody, but he he yeah. would be in the conversation. Yeah, I agree. I he, think will, I agree he will be much. the old. He'll be the old. Look, there's two quarterbacks in our area. You know, from where y'all yeah. are at and where me and Bo and standing at, and me and Bo mm-hmm. watched them both. Both quarterbacks. Mims from Oxford, mm-hmm. and the kid from Jacksonville. I mean, that's correct. They both can hit pie pans at forty yards. They both right. can make the same type of throws. One's a little bit bigger because he's a year older. That's the only difference. 
Yep. Is this it for Ogles? Yes, this is his senior yes. year. Okay. Yes, he's a senior this year. And you can tell it by watching him because he gets back there and he knows where everybody's supposed to be, where everybody's yep. supposed to go. The only thing for them is they're in the south. They're not in the north. And, and they can be as – look, if they were in the north, <laughs> they would, if they were in the north, they could line up, you know, with, with all the other teams. They could line up with Cherokee County, Aniston could, Hanley could, but they're not in the north, so you can't deal with that. That'll be back yeah, I watched them. Oh, me, me, like. I watched them lose to – play had to play Catholic last year. Yeah, and that, actually the they had a chance. I mean, that was not just a blow they them out game. They played their tails off in that game, I thought. Yeah, they I, just didn't have enough – they didn't have enough people. They don't have enough depth. Hey, I have, a, I have a trivia question for Mr. Bow. Go ahead. Uh, the, 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 the team that Coach Short just mentioned, the Orange Beach, the head coach for their – guess where he used to coach at? Yeah. Let me guess that. Where you that. want to start at? Yeah. How much time? He was back offensive there? coordinator back in the early 2000s. He was yeah. another one of those coaches that comes in, stays a while, and gets on and moves on to bigger things. Yeah. Asheville is the mother load of all he? coaches' trees. Uh, uh, he can't break it yet, can you, Coach Short? Back to Ogles for just a second, guys. Matt saw him play two years ago, and they were unstoppable. That oh, night. yeah. Thanks, nobody. Come do that with him. But we don't want to hold you up no more. No, I got to call uh, I gotta call Ernie. We got to get him on and break down Ernie, some calls. Uh, William? Yes, the man, sir. the dude, the man, legend. He's great. He is. And, uh, we just hey, tell him on. I said hello, and I'll be seeing him soon. Uh, I should be home tomorrow by 2, and I'm just going to look like a, they're going to think I'm a madman. I'm going to be working so hard for the Yeah. I'm going to be out this week visiting around. Uh, holler at me yeah. when you get back, please. Hey, Short, are you going to the Hoover 7-on-7? I, I hadn't made up my mind. I, I asked, you know, I was talking to Enterprise, those guys yesterday, but they just got back from an FCA event over in Europe, in Germany. I got you. <laughs> so I just have to say, wow. I've got a bunch of 7-on-7s seven to go. Uh, I'm going to FCA 7-on-7. Well, seven seven I'm going to hit that one. Are you going to that one? Yeah, I'm going down. Uh, I'm going to hit a few of them up. So just let me know, buddy. Okay. I'll let appreciate you know. Appreciate you guys you having me on also. Yeah, Bo, you the man, man. We appreciate you. Holler at me when you get back. We'll find something. I'll see y'all very soon. I'll call you tomorrow morning. See you, Bo. Okay. All right. See y'all. Okay. That was Bo Starkey from Average Joe's. Uh, living on an island down there. Uh, living and just walking around in a grass right. skirt. You know, <laughs> coconuts over his chest there. having some nice sweet tea and some fish right, right, caught right out of the sea in front of his little chalet there. Uh, He's so done nothing to, but eat for two weeks, and he don't gain a pound. <laughs> he's probably eating some good food. Yeah, he's he had a yeah, some place, some place down there. He showed some pictures of where where they had went and done something. But uh, we appreciate Bo for stopping by, and, and and you know everybody, if you know high school football, Alabama, John Holder's the goat, and, and Coach Short, and they they do a great show. And uh, you can find Kevin on Facebook, Kevin's Corner. What days are you on, Kevin? When are you going to be here? Uh, right now, it's supposed to be on Thursdays during the fall. Uh, I've had a couple schedule conflicts. I'm not hurt, but, but right now, it's, I plan on doing it on Thursdays. Yeah, find Kevin on Kevin's Corner on his Facebook page, and uh, he gets on there. And look, he don't he don't slack up. Now, if you go in there and talk some smack, Kevin will give it back, and he'll smack you with it, and uh, he'll just make a pick, and he'll tell you if you don't like it, you know, you just get off the page. He really don't care. Right. That's what we love about they get Kevin. Mad at you, Kevin? Oh, yeah. Right I've seen they get mad some... at you for picking against them? Uh, <laughs> most of it's buddies just giving me a hard time. But, hey, but I've had a couple that, 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 that you know, like the, when, I, when I miss a game, mm-hmm. they like to give it to me. But, hey, I can dish it just like I can – I take yeah. it just like I can dish it. So. Yeah. It's all in fun. But there's nothing wrong with making predictions. That's what right. people got to realize. Yeah, we're just guessing. Just an educated guess. It's not a 
I mean, you know. Let's call let's call Ernie and see what's up. It's seven o'clock. He may be fixed. He's trying to go to bed. Let's call Ernie, see what's well, going on. He's got to be up at six o'clock in the morning lifting weights. Yeah, he will too. Coach Short, did y'all lift in the afternoon? No, oh, I'll ask in a minute. I had done them both. Hello. Coach Willingham, this is Matt and Todd from the show live, sir. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing good. How are you? Man, we're hanging in there. Uh, is everything going good for you this evening? It's going pretty good. Good, good. Uh, Coach Short is on with us, and Kevin Moore, he's also hanging around here on the page with us, and we're just going to uh, let you talk about the kids, and we'll dig around in the schedule a little bit and uh, tell us how your summer's been going so far. Well, we're just now getting started. Really, we did uh, basketball and baseball most of June, but uh, we do workouts every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday from 5 to 8, and, uh, you know, everybody's been showing up. We've got good crowds up there, and everybody's uh, – Everybody's doing good so far. Good. Um, again, Coach Willingham, Collinsville Panthers up there. Uh, if anybody is Collinsville, it's Coach Willingham. He he is Collinsville. He's just – it's in his blood, and I know that everybody up there loves him and appreciates him. Coach, um, the 25th, you're going to be Pleasant Valley. You're going to have them come over to your house. Um, tell us about that game. Well, we've played them the last few years uh, – Coach, Coach Nicks and I go back a little bit, and it's, it's a good game for us. You know, we don't see them any other time. Uh, well, they put them in our baseball area now, but, uh, you know, it, it's just a good game for us to open up with. They're real physical, big and physical, and a lot of teams we play kind of play like that. So, Oh, that game, I thought that was game a – I thought that was a – I mean, does that game count? Because I got 11 on this schedule. No, that's a, that's a fall jamboree. That's a fall jamboree. Okay, never mind. We play it like a real game. We play the first half, uh, right. we do all the kicking and everything live. Yeah. The, the first don't. half. And then the second half, we play uh, mostly JV. And JV. Even JV and some junior high kids, too, in the second half. And uh, we play the kicks dead in the second half. But the first half is just like a real game. Yeah, coaches, uh, Coach Short or Kevin, y'all, what do y'all got to add here? What are y'all looking at schedule here for uh, Coach Willingham? Go ahead, Kevin. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I guess like I was telling, uh, comparing earlier, I don't guess Notre Dame was available because you've got Galesville, uh, you got Pisgah, Sand Rock, uh, Fife, uh, North Sand Mountain Valley Head. That's a that's a, that's a great schedule, and um, like I said, just at a, with Collinsville, you guys have great tradition. And I'll, I'll say this: I've seen pictures of you. You got one of the nicest looking stadiums around for a two A school. Yeah. And uh, and but like I said, what what do you uh? kind of preparations have you guys done to, to make this to, to get these guys tougher for this coming up se- upcoming season uh, well we've been hitting the weights pretty good and you know we the way we do our workouts in the summer we get there at five o'clock and we go out on the field and we do some active stretch stuff and speed drills and a little bit of, a little bit of light conditioning and we go back into the weight room that's after about 30 minutes we stay in there about an about an hour in the weight room and then we put our helmet and cleats come back back on and we come back out and we do uh, position drills and all that kind of stuff. We, we do a little seven on seven against ourselves almost every day and, you know, some offensive groups, defensive groups. And then at the end we condition. So, you know, we, we, we're trying to get ready for everybody to play. Our schedule, like you said, our schedule is tough. You know, we moved down last year. We moved down from 3A to 2A and everybody thought that was going to be easier. But, uh, 
you know, those guys are really, really good. And and I, you, you picked up on the Gelsel thing. That's an addition. We didn't play them last year. We played Crossville in that open game. Right. Last okay. Year. And uh, Crossville has dropped their varsity program this year for nice. lack of lack of participation. Really? They're going to play a junior high schedule, and they're on our junior high schedule, and they're going to play a JV schedule, and we're not playing them in JV. But uh, Gelsel had an open date that same week that we did. So, uh, you know, Coach Knapp agreed to play us. And it was at, it'll was it be at their place. So, you know, it'll be a good game for us and them both. Well, Coach, I noticed your region's not real tough. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> it looks like the NFC North. I mean, what is this? Good Lord, I mean, what are you doing over there? You could go 9-1 and one and finish third in the region. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, I, we talked about uh, – getting ready to play, getting ready to play. We could have a really good football team and win half our games. You know, yes. Everybody, everybody yeah. is really, really good. Five, five is out of sight. You know, they lost they lost uh, a few linemen, but, uh, you know, the, yep. running back, the running back, the running back, the Tories, they seal up. Uh, right. He, he's, he's back. He's, back 100, he's been back 100%. He didn't play in the spring, but he's back 100%. And, you know he's he's a good running back, but he he, he plays safety also. He'll cut you in half from safety when it comes up. But uh, they're going to be really good again. Pisgah is going to be really good again. Northside Mountain is going to be really good again. And I'm not going to name everybody on our schedule. Right, everybody, right, right. Every everybody, every, you have to be ready to play every single week with the schedule we got. Well, I was just mostly looking at Fife and Pisgah, and I know they're just uh, you know just Pisgah has most of their players back, right? So does Fife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so do we. Yeah. Right, I know. Well, tell us one, about two, a we couple. Lost, we, lost, we lost five players that started. Three of them started two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're really going to miss Keaton Deboard. Right. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, you know, he had a he had a super season. Uh, moved from quarterback to running back, but uh, that that allowed us to use him in a lot of different ways. And, he was uh, good. You know, you have a little kid from North Alabama. That's that's one of the first team all state running backs he had a phenomenal year and he did and uh he's gonna play in college next year and jordan coker you know mm-hmm. he started two ways for us and, and we're really really gonna miss him on the line him and aiden daniel we lost two linemen jordan coker and aiden daniel and uh, i was just looking through my roster the other day we had 10 other offensive and defensive linemen together that played when it mattered right you know, so we, right. we've got 10 we've got 10 offensive linemen coming back and deep wow. wow. So, yeah, they, they played a lot. So, you know, we think we're going to have some depth there yeah. and uh, hope, hope we gain a little strength. But uh, in the backfield, we lost uh, the board. We lost, yeah, we lost the board. But we also lost uh, Trevor Terrell and Fernando Padilla. Padilla, you know, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was a good player. He, played, he started farming for three or four years. And Terrell, Terrell didn't start on offense, but he started middle linebacker. And we're really going to miss those guys. But, uh, you know, we had a lot, a lot, of, a lot of young guys that played a lot. Uh, you know, we're going to miss those guys, but there was only five of them. So, you know, we've got a lot of kids coming back. Uh, right. Mason McAteer coming back at quarterback. He had a great year for us last year. He that, did. That, that allowed us to move Keaton. Him being able to play as an eighth grader allowed us to play Keaton everywhere else we played. And, uh, you know, he had a great year. I'm not going to go over all his stats, but he threw 18 touchdowns and like three interceptions. No, we saw him play. He's pretty impressive. He's a good player. Pretty impressive. And and he he's gotten bigger and stronger. Uh, and the Lang boys. That, that impressive. class has got some more guys. Uh, 
Kyler Bain uh-huh. got a lot of reps at running back last year, and he's a he's an eighth grader. And he's put on about twenty five pounds. He looked, he'll be a ninth grader this year, but he looks really good. Gavin Lang, uh, he's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a receiver. But uh, Gavin and Kyler, the two I just named, they started at safety also. Right, you know, they're gonna right. start on offense and start on defense. They started grade. two ways as eighth graders, and uh, yeah, go ahead, cut short. What you got? Yeah. Go Coach, this this is Coach Short. I was at Cleveland County a long time. Uh, you you kind of answered my question, but I'm going to go ahead and answer it because I heard you talk about a quarterback. You know, I coached in 4A and 5A for 35 years. And this past year I started working with John Holder, so I go out and watch a lot of people play, go watch practices. I got to watch my first 1A football game slash 2A football game. My question for you is your team and the region that you're playing in, I always say this for 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A. you got to have a quarterback that can deliver and make things happen for you. And I know even when you're running the football, there's there's at times when you got play action passing and that guy's got to be able to make those plays. Who, who uh, besides y'all, who's got quarterbacks in your region that can actually come up and make those plays in the passing game off of play action? Dude, everybody's got a quarterback. Everybody's got their quarterback back. Uh Fi's quarterback is outstanding. Uh, Pisca's uh, quarterback is outstanding. Uh, you know, I feel like our little young quarterback is outstanding. Uh, everybody we play has got 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 their quarterbacks back. So, are they all dual threat type guys? Yeah. Well, five uses there. Five don't throw it much. They can't. Yeah, I know how they use there, but they that, can't. That, he, that, 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 that kid's got a cannon for him. He throws the baseball 95 yes. miles an hour. So yes. you can imagine. Five may open it up this year. Well. Yeah, they'll throw it four times. They haven't. You know, they, they can, right. obviously. Right. And, and Pisgah does swing it around, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we try to be as balanced as we can, you know, throwing and passing. You know, sometimes sometimes people load the box on you and you have to throw it. But uh, we, hope, we hope to be pretty balanced. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, our little quarterback can run. Yeah, he threw for fourteen hundred yards, but he also ran for about seven hundred people. Uh-huh. So, you know, we didn't use him as much last year because, you know, when it didn't matter, we didn't run him much because, you know, of his age and size and stuff. So, right, right. Now you're going to end up there in, in November. Uh, you're going to have Coach Hammond come over, and we just got off the phone with him a few minutes ago, and. He spoke highly of you, uh, says that, you know, not just coaching friends, but off the field friends too. And he couldn't say a lot of bad stuff about you or uh, you may kick him off your hunting land. So he had to kind of be nice about what he was saying because <laughs> he likes killing deer up there. He but, said uh, he didn't want to kill all your big deer. Yeah, that's that's what was so, you know, we he didn't say it to him. Tell us about I, that uh, that rival there. Well, you and Coach Sam Collinsville Valley head to end the season there. It's gonna probably be a nice little cool game to be up there at Collinsville. Tell us about uh, about that game. How y'all match up? I tell you what, he he's got a couple <laughs> coming back. He he lost a couple of good running backs. Yeah, he did. The, mm-hmm. the, the Robinson kid, the Bank kid, you know, were just outstanding. But we had a, we had a, a knockdown drag out with them last year. Yeah, you know, up here. Uh, That's a great game. That, that was, was there. A great game. That was a great game. If we had, we jumped out on just a little bit early, and then we, you know, we scored a couple of quick touchdowns. You know, one right before the half, and then uh, one in the in the third quarter that were just one play, big shot plays. But uh, you know, he's he has he does a good job of what he does, and 
you know, he, he's just hard, gonna be hard to stop. And I know he's gonna be good again. He always keeps them big and strong. They're good in the weight room. You know, uh, we we do weight meets with him every once in a while. He'll bring his kids up for, you know, and we'll lift weights against each other and keep keep score just like a weight meet. But it just be us against them. And uh, did you say you had a one play drive on that in that game? Because we I went to the one, bathroom to wash two, my hands and y'all drive. scored. We had two one play drives. They huh? scored right before the half to cut it to uh, – we were ahead 13. Y'all got it with like 16 seconds left, right? Nah, we got it was about a minute, but we scored in 16 seconds. Okay. But we, they, they scored with about a minute. <laughs> they scored with about a minute. That we were ahead 13 to nothing. And yeah. They scored with about a minute, cut it to 13, then went for two and got it, made it 13 to eight. Right. And then kicked, and then kicked off to us. And then he ran he, – he, he put an all-out blitz on the first play and uh, brought his safeties up. And they were playing bump and run. And, and Keaton – we split Keaton out. We put him out of the backfield with, with no backs. And uh, and they had, it was, he was matched up with the linebacker. But uh, Mason took that – was a, that was a big league play for a little quarterback, Mason McIntyre, too, because he, uh, he had to sit in the pocket. He got hit hard yeah. on that play. Well, but it – he uh, he had to hold it. He got in the pocket and he stepped up and he held it. And Keaton still wasn't clear and he held it some more. And then he finally cleared and he he let the ball go. About the time he got murdered. Yes. And he he knew Keaton caught it, but he didn't know he scored. But that was yeah. the one play drive right before the half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I'll go run in here and wash my hands right quick. Coach Willingham and him will probably just sit on it and go into the half because I think y'all had the ball first. We would have. We probably would have. <laughs> and. Uh, it, I come back out and it's like it's twenty to eight. I'm like, what? That was a check. That was a that was a check at the line. Oh, you didn't call that, right? That was a that was probably um, I, I considered that the game changing play. And uh, Bo Starkey says, "Tell you hi," and he's going to come up and see you pretty soon. We got off the phone with him earlier, and he's on here watching. He asked the question, asked uh, Coach about the loss of Keaton aboard, and how how will you replace him? Well, you can't replace him with one person. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to try to take a little slack here and there, you know, with everybody. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to have – some of those young guys are going to really step up. Right, you know, I just right. named a few of them. Yeah. Uh, also, we got uh, Titan Morgan. But they, they get to play her. He hurt his ACL about halfway through the season. He's a really good player for us. And he's the reason that Gavin and uh, the line kid and the bank kid had to play safety all year because he was a defensive back. And he, he, he started for me for a couple of years – but he's back, and, and you know he's pretty dangerous too. He's, he's always played defense, but he's a good receiver, you know. And we can use him back there, and uh, you know we're we're gonna move some people around. You know, somebody that may be surprised a couple of people would run the ball this year. They hadn't seen them with a back number on before, so. But. We we look forward to seeing you guys play, and uh, always, uh, again, thank you for uh, spending a little bit of time with us this evening. I always appreciate if you let me come up there and hang out and watch the guys and uh, talk to Teddy and aggravate him a little bit. Um, uh, so we got to aggravate Teddy a little, and he does a good job. Tell us about a few of your other coaches, uh, uh, Coach Willingham, that help you up there. They got some guys I know has been with you for a long time. Yeah, that that makes a lot of difference too. Uh, got a lot of stability. Uh, Tanner Nelson's the offensive coordinator and Chris Conley's the defensive coordinator, and they run the weight room for me. Tanner was your quarterback, right? We have junior high. What's that? Tanner was your quarterback, wasn't he? He we played quarterback for. I came back. Uh, I retired for a while, and I came back. You came he was back. Eleventh okay. grader. He was an eleventh grader when I came back, and uh, he played quarterback for him for two years. 
And then he, he obviously went away to college, but he was a graduate assistant at the state for a couple of years, you know, down there. And, that's and Tracy Hogan's boy. That's Tracy Hogan's, yes, stepson. Stepson. Okay. Tracy Hogan's stepson. But uh, and he, he does a really good job. He's offense coordinator. And him and Chris Condy do a good job in the weight room. And, you know, I left. And when I left and came back, things were different. You know, some things were different. Some were better. Some were worse. But the weight room was a lot better. And, uh, you know, our kids stay excited in there, and they do a really good job in there. And Tanner does a good job with offense. So, uh, you know, it's good to have him. Uh, you, like you said, Teddy Helms. Yeah, I love Teddy. We moved him to offensive line coach a couple of years ago. Well, last year, actually. This will be his second year to be offensive line coach because uh, Jeff Stanley, he, he decided not to coach anymore because he coaches soccer. Okay. You know, and our soccer team competes oh. for state championship. Yes, they do. Yes, they so do. He, he has to he has to concentrate more on them and wanted to co- uh, concentrate more on them and uh, you know I, I don't blame him for that. So we moved Teddy's offensive line. He does a really good job there. John Tidmore coaches with us and he's more like an offensive analyst. You know he helps with offense, but he coaches receivers at practice and. Uh, oh, is he back with you now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he, I didn't know that. He, he coached with he coached last year. Oh, okay. All right. He's always been. He's been every every year I've been there. He's been with me. He's been in the booth, uh-huh. and and just came to practice just every once in a while, just enough to know what we're doing. But now, I mean, he's on the staff now. He comes to practice every day. He does the workouts every day. He's my twin. I've actually had somebody introduce me as him. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. They come up to me and said, "This is John Tidmore." Really? No, I'm, I'm Diamond Dean. Don't you know anything? <laughs> I don't think we look alike. I'm not knocking him, but I just don't think we look alike. <laughs> Apparently, everybody else. Cup short. Cup's a really good basketball he coach. He is. But, uh, yeah, Fantastic. In all honesty, he's a better football coach than he is basketball coach. His demeanor is so good with those kids. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm tickled to death that we've got him. Yes, sir. And uh, Mike McElrath, yeah. coaches running backs, and he was a really great player here. Yep. Uh, he graduated with Donnie Jones. They graduated in 1975. But they had a couple of really good football teams, and he coaches running backs. The kids really love him. Yeah, well, I like him. He's been with you a long time. Yeah. yeah. He has been with me a long time. And we've got a new coach that uh, moved back, C.J. Jones. Yes. Who played here a few years ago. Uh, yeah, Donnie's grandson. Donnie's grandson. Yeah. One of Donnie's grandsons. And uh, – he, he just moved back, and, uh, you know, we're tickled to death to have him. Good. He was at Sand Rock, right? He was at Sand Rock. He, he, he came back. Uh, we had a job open up, and uh, he came he came back to us. Yeah, I didn't know if, if – I know Coach Little had left. Had got, Coach Little know, was here. Coach Little was here for about three days. Yeah, I wondered how that – you know, I know I seen him, you know, up there looking I, around I and talking. Exactly, and, I know exactly what happened, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I'm, that's uh, fine, yeah. I'll tell you sometime. You come see. Yeah, I yeah, I'll come, come see. Yeah, I, I knew he got everybody, go from everybody, else, everybody on the radio don't need to hear this story because I might start talking naked. <laughs> I know he loves to see the bluff, and uh, I, I got to meet him and know him over there, and he done. I thought he done a good job over there. But uh, but anyway, we uh, again, we appreciate you for coming by and shooting the ball with us and just some old yak heads and old football lovers. And, Coach, we can't wait to see the Collinsville Panthers hit 2023 season on – uh, August the twenty fifth, guys, um, go there that night and uh, and catch Collinsville play and plays at Valley, and uh, then they'll be at Gales on that section. They won't be back home till the fifteenth of September. What a game that will be! You better get a big tub of popcorn because you don't want to get up like Dean and go wash your hands on the fifteenth against Pisgah. 
Yeah, with one 12 seconds left in the half. I think that's going to be a barn <laughs> burner. If you're listening and you, you're a big-time football follower like 6-7-A, this is going to be a fantastic football game because either one of these teams here are, are going to be a, a late-round uh, playoff team, and they could wind up meeting again somewhere probably. I don't know. Definitely. Coach, thank you for your time. We'll let you get off here and get your socks off, and I know you got to get up about 3 o'clock and go whoop Teddy and make him get to workouts. Teddy's on the beat. That? Oh, that's right. He ain't coming back till. Tomorrow, I think. You, you go at five in the afternoon, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought he meant y'all meant at five in the morning. No, he just needs oh, to, he needs oh, to whoop Teddy oh, anyway. <laughs> Teddy needs it. He, you know, we gotta keep eye on Teddy. <laughs> we don't go at five in the morning. No, I don't think anybody goes at five in the morning, do they? I've not heard of it. So. There's a few. <laughs> Coach Short, uh, Mr. Moore, do you have anything to add here? Talk to Coach Willie. Uh, well, just I've known Teddy for years and can't get a couldn't get a better got to be the coach out there and like i said i've always admired the causal teams just best of luck this season yeah Thank same you. here when i look at your schedule i mean again there could be there's going to be somebody there uh that may not be in the playoffs that's, that's playoff worthy yeah. just by looking at your schedule maybe two of them there may be two maybe. teams that are playoff worthy that may not even get there this year so good luck especially on your injuries and hope nobody gets gets hurt and uh, good luck in your season thank you sir Coach Willingham, Collinsville Panthers, uh, we'll be seeing you soon. We'll come up and visit. And, again, we appreciate you for coming hang out with us. All right. I'll talk to you all later. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Coach. Coach Ernie Willingham, Collinsville, uh, he's been up there and coached years and took a break for a little bit and stepped away and uh, come back. And he's uh, – I mean, he is uh, – he's Collinsville, guys. I mean, if you know high school football up here uh, around this area – Ernie Willingham's con. I mean, like, just like his benefit is five. Yeah. Ernie's calling. Ernie did good at uh, Coach Willingham, did good at Appalachian. You know, he coached there for a while. Damn, Snots. Damn. Damn, Snots. She's shooting it all over the place. Coach, he does. Was he there in 20? Remember, I talked to you earlier today, Matt. Was he there yeah, in, in 20? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, when he they played playing. five? Yes. That was a good okay. game. Yeah, that yeah. was at, that was at five tonight. It was Slayton and yeah, and, the uh, Caleb Jones played. Yeah, my son went up there, was watching that game, and he was he was trying to call me, and I couldn't answer because I was doing that game that night for NFHS. I was doing the NFHS game, and I had to let everybody know that it was cold and players were running around and steam coming out of their mouth, and I was freezing to death. <laughs> but I actually was sitting in a uh, studio in Silicaga doing a ball game with a pair of shorts and a T-shirt on, but I acted like it was cold. So You were you know, cold. <laughs> no, that's how they do those games in FHS. They don't go on site. They do most of them. The, right. the announcers are off site. So you, but, had to uh, act like, you had to act like you was cold. Yeah. I act like I was freezing to death and shivering, but they were a very well-coached football team. That's the one thing that I noticed about them that night is, uh, you know, sometimes those well-coached teams – they don't win, but they give themselves a chance to win just because they are so well coached. Right. Yeah, if they can right. just keep it close, that's the things they do. Because I'm going to tell you now, Ernie ain't going to put up no crap. There ain't no bunch of bull drive going on. Uh, I promise you, there is not a bunch of bull drive going on uh, with them. His coaching staff, they all been together a while, and, and he does a good job. He makes good uh, young men into men. I think he teaches them other values than football, and he thinks those values are important. Uh, I've heard him you know, say it uh, several times, been up there around him. I uh, really like Coach Willingham, and I know his brother Jerry. They're just good people, you know. 
Well, I just think it's unique that they've got so many young players that are so good. Man, they're glad that in the freshman class, you ever see them play baseball? And I know somebody will be like, well, they've been held back. They're still ninth graders that they've been held back. I'm telling you. Go Starting on. both ways on a varsity football team. Go hey, Todd. Yes, Todd, sir. those people that argue about holding them back, they got that opportunity, too, if they wanted to. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying, <laughs> but even if somebody said that, that would only oh, yeah. put them in the ninth grade. Yeah, I mean, they look, there's – that be, be that good in the ninth grade. It should be interesting to watch and see if they continue doing that there at Piedmont because they've yeah. done a good job of that over the years. That will be interesting to see if they continue to do that. Hey, well, now, if it's there to do it, you can do it. I mean, and it is allowed. I mean, I don't Yes, know. yes, it's allowed. You just got to have the administration that wants to do it, and you got to talk your parents into doing it more than anything. Uh -huh. Where did we get to in the playoffs? We have yeah, chased some we, rabbits here. Yeah, we had we got into We're some two way stuff two -way. here. We, we kind of talked two. about we we talked about Highland Home, BB Comer, and we've we've talked about Fife and Pisgah. Yeah. Uh, do we look like it may be a a return of these four teams here that played the semis? And we're be, in two A, aren't we? Yes. Right. Could it be the Could it be a return? Uh, the same four teams? Could they be back again? I think they have the capabilities if, if if the injuries don't get them. I mean, the coach even mentioned a while ago, Pisgah has a lot of people coming back. You know they have a good coaching staff. It's the same bunch. Of, it's the same bunch of kids that are athletes. You know, they went to lead eight in basketball. Yes. They did good in baseball. They they play very hard. Yeah, B.B. Comer took care of Highland Home 44-15 to 15 and Fife and Pisgah. Uh, I thought it was going to be – I don't know what I was thinking. I thought, well, you know, there, it'll be a little closer. I favored five in it because I'll never, ever bet against Benefield. I, I just won't. I don't care if he starts all seventh graders. I'm not mine. I'll never go uh, bet against him in that. So uh, we, we like five and Pitts could probably be make a run. And then the South Island home, you know, why not? That was the surprise. That was the surprise last year from the friends I know at Highland home was the, how that game got away from them. But, Highland home last year, the year before they was pretty good. Uh -huh. They've got a lot of people coming back, but in that BB Comer game last year, they had four turnovers. So that that could that'll get a game away from you in a hurry. But BB Comer, I know they lost some coaches. I know that too, but they've also got a group of players that felt like because that game, if you watched they, that game last they year, was won five, that game. That when they played that game with five, it's twenty eight no. to forty, and people think twenty eight to forty. I said, guys, that's 12 points. That's two touchdowns. They, how many turnovers they have? They fumbled one time on their own eight. They yeah. did. And, and it did eventually there toward the end. You could tell that B.B. Comer have not played a team like five. Right. They play a lot of teams that are going to spread it all over the place and throw it and chunk it around. And, you, I mean, it's just different when you have to go play somebody that will get in a phone booth with, in a phone booth with you and try to beat you up. And eventually the fourth that? quarter happens. How's Lynette, Lynette going to be? They're still going to be Lynette. They're going to have athletes. It's just when you go to Lynette, you never know what who's going to be eligible until you actually start seeing them play. So right. a lot of these teams, I have to watch them for about two or three games, two or three games in the season. You start, you know, well, they got those guys. And then I start calling around and say, do they have the guys they've had in the past? They sure do because you know they know how to get there. And, right. and, and they got coaches and they got players and they've been there before. So those are one of those teams that can do it. Look at this. This I'm circling here on the screen. Y'all can see this. Uh, you know, I think Aliceville had some a uh, couple of younger players last year, so they're going to be back maybe a little more heavier 
oh, on gosh. some junior senior class. So, and they only lost 26, 22 uh, reminder there. And Pisgah, of course, you know, went on and, and uh, played five, but Hey, this Asheville team and, uh, and uh, Southeastern, you know, they've, they've had some runs and also to make some, to make some uh, adjustments. I picked Aliceville actually last year because I knew they I were young, and, and I picked them in that ball game, and they didn't because, you know, I think that the running back actually made the difference. Uh, but, I, you know, Aliceville's uh, – they, they've been there and done that before. And, and it's hard to actually call them a northern team or a southern team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, right, they're one of those like Coma, they're on the line. They're right there close to Utah, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well – and we mentioned we saw them play a couple of years ago against Spring Garden. We didn't mention Spring Garden earlier. They will be tough, tough one. Yeah, me and Coach O'Brien broke them down because they're going to yeah. play. They're like, well, y'all can see. Yeah, Coach, I'm going to be at Spring Garden, and they will me, announce a coach this week. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe. Let me what go I've ahead. And, uh, let me go ahead and, and throw something out there when you talk right. about uh, when you talk about uh, uh, Spring Garden in Ragland and all them, don't forget those two teams from down on the southern end of that region because that region spreads out, my goodness gracious, as far as number of counties. Don't forget Wadley and Winterboro. Mm. Yeah. I, I watched right. Winterboro in their spring game against Talladega, and he's got some running backs. He's got – his offensive line is about 270, 290, somewhere in there, their offensive oh, yeah. line, and they're playing quite a few players. Quarterback is a prospect. I don't know if it'll be a quarterback in college, but he's about 6'3". He can throw it. They've got some kids that can catch it. I think Coach has got Winterboro in the right direction. So that that would be a team that need you need to watch out for. And you, and you never know about Wadley. Last year, a lot of people played them up early, but they were playing so many young guys. Right. You know, and, and they started getting better as the season went along. And, and my, my buddy at Wadley says, watch out. We could be as good as we were the year they went there. What so that may be one heck of a region. Yeah. I'm going back to 2A now, but what about Southeastern? Yeah, that's where we're looking at. Southeastern, real town, those those teams are going to have some guys to come back. So, you know, be looking for Southeastern or that real town team out of the south. Guys, I'll, see real town, I'll see real town in a hurry because Cleburne County, you know, everybody on the on the state line, the Cherokee counties, Cleburne County, people like that that play schools from Georgia, we lost those games. And you had to reschedule them. You had to find somebody, if yeah. you even could find somebody. I think Cherokee County what found Alexandria is that is that who they yes. found to play? Yeah, they're going to play. They're going to start the season with uh, yes. Scottsboro. Uh, then they're going to play Alexandria. Yeah, when Alexandria uh, lost one of their running backs to Aniston. But anyway, uh, yeah, I shouldn't even said that. But anyway, <laughs> the uh, say that's an odd transfer too to me. But it's it's uh, it's public knowledge. Everybody, this is the Miss Media Age. There's people they know. Yeah, and the uh, Cleburne County had to, they lost two games. Moody called them and said. Look, coach, we, we got a team out of Tennessee who wants to play us. It's a whole lot better, blah, blah, blah. We're supposed to come to your place, but we're not. Okay, they lost that ball game. Then they lost the Mount Zion game, which is right across the state line. Right. So they're not going to have but nine games this year, only four at home. And they were they would have been three, but they picked up uh, Realtown. Well, that's not just your average little two-way school there in Realtown. So that, that, that's Mount Zion and Carrollton, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the one right up down across I twenty. That mountain. That's where yes. Coach Knapp that coaches at Galesville. That's yes. where he played. And you yes, know his granddaddy right. coached at uh, his daddy coached at Mount Zion. His granddaddy coached at Washington County that you were talking about. Yes, earlier. that's right. You know his daddy, his uh, Mr. Knapp. He knows a lot about Ramburn. Buddy, <laughs> buddy, oh, yeah. Yeah. buddy. He buddy, played yeah. at Ramburn. Brian yeah. played at Mount Zion. Yes, he and played. Roy at Mount Zion. played thirteen years at Galesville. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's what so they, they tell. Yeah. Well, yeah. Back, in the, back in the 30s or 40s, you could play. You know, you could be like 25 and play high school football. But he did coach at Washington County. But I didn't know Mount Zion's got a pretty good football program. Yes, uh, moving, they do. Yes. Moving to 3A here. We got it up on the screen. Uh, y'all can look here. Um, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, 3A. I got Piedmont highlighted. They played Sylvania last year. I'm, I'm kind of looking at – Sylvania to make to be a, a good football team. Let's not forget about them. I've heard, yeah, Geraldine too. Absolutely. But uh, I mean, I know Geraldine wasn't in that semifinal. But. Well, so they we, lost uh, twenty-seven to twenty-seven to seven. You can see right here, uh-huh. they lost. Uh, they lost to Sylvania. Which Sylvania was a good team, so you know. Sylvania bringing back a lot. Coach Short, uh, have you from heard? Coach Smith told me from Westbrook. Don't forget mm-hmm. them too. Uh, yeah. He told me that Sylvania and Geraldine this year possibly could be as good as they've been. And, and Plainview has a lot coming back. Their schedule didn't show it last year. But right. but old Hatchie there, you're looking at some of them teams were like one, two ball games, but they won late in the season. Right. I think that region is going to be extra tough. And, and first of all, you got two different coaches. You got a new coach at Piedmont, a new coach at Westbrook. But man, Coach Smith told me it, it, uh, it used to be at Piedmont, I have to say now. Steve at Westbrook Christian that his seventh and eighth grade team that as good as they were mm-hmm. uh, the only two real close games they had last year was two of them and that was Westbrook <laughs> Christian twice and and the facilities if you get an opportunity you know how they say if you build it they will come yep. go look mm-hmm. at what they're building at Westbrook Christian no they're not talking oh, about yeah. building it they're building it they're putting they it up do. right now mm-hmm. and uh, that that's, that's going to be interesting it's, yeah, it's pretty. You need to just drive down there and just walk around. Maybe they won't put you in jail, but just no, I'd hate drive to get around. What the charge them. would be? <laughs> but ask them. But this this region has been has been tough, you know. And, and Coach Smith, he would always say, "Always tough, tough, tough," and he'd always win the region. But I think this year could be as tough as it's ever been. Well, I'm looking over here at this uh, this. Uh, first round, you know, Dadeville, I looked at them pretty good and, and was expected them that Thomasville game winds up going 14 15, you know, and Thomasville wins to move on to play St. James. And then, of course, we know St. James goes on and surprisingly beat Mobile Christian. We looked at them early. I remember looking at them uh-huh. early in the season, Mobile Christian, and, and St. James <laughs> beats them 35 to 7. Jeez. Um, yeah, and, and Mobile Christian has some good linebackers. Uh, yeah. they, you know, they've had some to go to Alabama and people like that. Uh, St. James's quarterback is back. Oh, uh, they've yeah. got players. Uh, Those receivers couple, back. Yes, a couple of them receivers are back. They, yeah, they had one to lead, but they had, they had a real young guy also coming back. You know, so it, it'll be it'll be very interesting. It always is in the South. I mean, you never know because there's so many athletes. And then when you start talking about private school, you never know what they may have added to their roster. So it, it just Coach, makes it we difficult. Well, we were talking about earlier, Thomasville's usually a 4A. Would you not think they would be a heavy favorite in 3A South? Well, they've been around so many times. You know, they were 4A, 3A, 4A, 3A. So it's kind of like every two or three years. So it means they're the smallest 4A in the state, and they would be one of the larger 3As in the state. Uh, you know, they they haven't been quite as good. I know they, okay. you know, we're looking there. They were in the playoffs there against St. James. But, you know, ever since their head coach, you know, he, he retired and left. And, and he moved over to Mississippi. They haven't been as good. They're still good, but they haven't gotten over that hump yet with their new coach. So 
uh, yeah, they, they have a chance. They always do because they have such good athletes. They're another school that's real good in football and real good in baseball. Here's the and, question uh, then. Is this huh. is this St. James team, do they, the, you know, uh, we're going to probably get to see them in Tuscaloosa this year? Assumingly, no, we're just assuming. Well, they got a new head coach. You know, coach retired after after winning the state championship finally. So they've got a new coach to also. So now you're you're taking a guy uh, that that hasn't been a head coach, and now he is now. So it just sees how he can how he can. Uh, it's one thing to call plays as an offense coordinator, but now you got to know what your offense is doing, your defense is doing, and you got to be doing fourteen fundraisers at the same time. So you got to be able to learn how to manage your time. So that's going to be interesting, St. James. Uh, how they handle it with having a new coach, but uh, skill player wise and talent wise, they're going to be loaded again. Huh. I tell you, another you, you, there's so many teams down there in 3A that used to be that used to be 4A. You know, St. James, Trinity, all them people right there, Montgomery, Kathy. You know, you know what's going to be interesting, not only for this season, but start looking, guys. The first four weeks, I think, the first five weeks is there everybody's going to be counting the number of students in their school. Hey, we get uh, – not only do we get new uh, uh, SEC football next year, but we're also getting reclassified. So what yep. these what these guys are doing right now when school starts, there are some schools right now trying to get their principal to say, don't add anybody, don't add anybody. We don't want to move up, or we yep. may want to take some out so we can move down. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, five. Where will they be? Will they be three or two? I mean, you never know. Sandrock, where are they going to be, two or one? That's always interesting because sometimes you can have a great team and your teams come on, you're great, and all of a sudden you get moved up to maybe 2A for two years when it could have been your best teams ever in 1A or yeah, 3A and 4A. My son's 10th uh, and 11th grade year, that's when they had reclassified. So we wound up 2A and we had to play five. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they had good teams, but they couldn't play. Well, and then that was the year that Ernie and them had uh, at Collinsville. And that was the – we played them on Thursday night rain game, and then it wouldn't matter if it was raining or if it, the sun had been shining at 2 o'clock in the evening. They were loaded that year. Marcus got lucky. They He got to face North Sand Mountain's best team they've ever had and Collins. Yeah, he got to play center of the ball against them. <laughs> hey, you know, it's like, well, you're a legend, buddy. Hey, you got to play some of the best. So Yeah. He and then Andalusia. Andalusia, like, you know, for years was 5A, and they were semifinalist yes. in 5A and then dropped down to 4A last year, and they yeah, won. Yeah, we're looking at them there on the screen. Now, 29-26, they beat Montgomery to move on, and uh, Cherokee County and Oneonta played out, and I was at that game. Center, Cherokee County, this game here we're looking at, November 25th, uh, they just completely controlled the line of scrimmage in that game. That, that's how that, that was the winner of that game. They, they did. Oh, yeah. Offensively and defensively. Yeah, we were there at that game, Matt. I mean, you were there at the same yes. time. But yeah, another we score, you had Andalusia beating Montgomery Catholic in the semis 29-26. But the week before in the quarterfinals at Anniston, they're down 28-7. to They were down 28-7 and come back and win on a kick punt return after Anniston went forward on fourth down like three times inside their own 25-yard line. And, and, that, and that got that game going for them. And Hanley and Montgomery Catholic was 21-14. So – it was a gauntlet for those teams in the 4A just to get to the finals. Oh, yeah. Hanley was great. They might have been better than – they could have possibly been the one of the best top five teams in the state, but not in the top five in their classification. Oh, you, <laughs> you, you, had Hanley, you, you had Hanley. You had Jacksonville. Yeah. Hanley, Jacksonville, Aniston, all three could have been in the finals if they'd have been uh, north. But, this again, that been- don't matter, but – 
again, I just got circled here. Uh, this, you know, this this box right here, all this stuff here. Look at all these teams: Montgomery Catholic, Hanley, uh, and Jacksonville. T.R. Miller. All those teams are great. Yeah, and 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 of all them teams there, they've all. I'm not sure about Catholic, but the other ones have been in the finals or have won state finals. They've either won it or been there before. Yeah, of course you got Catholic. Same thing, Aniana up here. That, that game, I'm not circling. Aniana and Dessler, that one right there. Go down. That's the game that surprised me. The Aniana Dessler, not that Aniana beat them, but the score. That's Seven what. Seventy to thirty, isn't it? Oh, Sixty-two yeah, yeah. twenty-one. I couldn't believe yeah. that score. Yeah, it, I couldn't either. I'd have bet. I'd have lost that one. Kevin, how are the will Asheville and Etowah and all that bunch be? Well, um, like I said, Etowah, they've lost some, and they've had. And I'll just have to be careful. I say this: they've got some that are on the that 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 were on the roster last year, but they're not this year. But it wasn't because they graduated. I'll just put it that way. Uh, and like I said, like you brought up earlier about Aniana, why would you leave Aniana for another school? Um, it's just a popular thing now. Kids just they they see it in college, so they move around. Yeah, Asheville. Uh, we've got a new head coach. His name, and if I can pronounce it right, Kerry Akas Shepherd. He was a defensive uh, coordinator for Pell City last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think they've only got about 30 kids out so far, and 30 kids for a 4A school is not that good. Uh, in fact, probably a 3A, it's, that's a low number. So, uh, And it's just uh, – But uh, I was on part of the coaching search committee, and, and mm-hmm. he interviewed well, was very impressed with some of the things he wanted to do. Uh, he, he said he had, he just was very detailed in everything he did or uh, – he has a goal of having 17 to 18 players per class. Uh, so he'd like to have about 60 to 65 players on the squad once it's said and done. So uh, no, no matter who, if Nick Saban came in and coached this team this year, we'd be lucky to win two games. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting I'm – I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I expect the worst. I'm not trying to be te- pessimistic. I've got full confidence in Coach Shepard, but it's just right. that he's just got a – he's got a lot to rebuild on this year. Right. And Kevin, so before I forget, this is not football. But when I ask you, why would a certain guy left Hanley when he was good in the ba- as a baseball coach? Remember? Yeah, he got he got the head job at Opelika. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's why he left. So that's why that job came open. Well, I got you. Matt was telling me Randolph had their do it everything. Yeah, I got this highlighted on here. Let me tell you, I got they'll be do- good. Well, remember, we did a preview on them yeah. you know, before these big games got here when they were like the only team left, you know, Turkey County was. So we would just do it in depth on the team they're playing. And I got here digging off for a few hours. This kid, I don't remember his last name. It's kind of a off kind of last name, but it was like easy to remember. But anyway, it's, it's different. What, what is it? Do you know what, what Coach what Short? What did he throw for? It was like 5,000 yards. Oh, it's, he had 5,000 yards of total offense or 4,800 or something like that. So be be aware that this Randolph school, and, and when you Google the school and go look at it on your Google Maps, wow. I'm just going to say, wow. It's up there around Huntsville. Um, they have a – a great program, and, and they played center a good game because the uh, Turkey County went. Uh, it was up there. They had to go to Randolph. Yeah, they did it. Uh, Priceful is good. Will be good too. But I will say this, and I can say this because, like I said, Matt said this is his show, and we're it's in this show. county. Your name's on the show. <laughs> say what you want to. I think center has a great <laughs> chance to go back. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think any any other coach from a four A North would. <coughs> 
if you ask them, would Turkey County have a legit shot to make it back to a semi game? They'd go, mm, yeah, probably yeah, so. Definitely. Boy, they all, they lost a quarterback in their center. Right, that's it. <laughs> I mean, they lost Jack. Now, Jack was the wildcat kid lightning, mm-hmm. and his energy, uh, interceptions. He made a big interception right after yeah, halftime. Yeah. Was it was against Etowah game? That was Aniana. Right? A, a pick six <laughs> against Aniana. Yeah, changed, changed, totally changed, changed the, game. the whole game. Changed, oh, I it thought they the game called around. it back. They did. But it still changed. It was oh, pretty, gosh, very man. exciting. Yeah, it just changed the game. Yeah, they so. brought it back, but I think they scored the next play. They did score the next play. Because it wasn't about a 16 yard. Him. Yes, to him. Yes. Yes. The, the, the thing that when you mentioned uh, Randolph, uh, Randolph will have to get to the point where they can be physically play the game that Center wants to play. Yes. A lot of times when you're playing teams that want to keep the ball away from you and are not looking at getting, you know, 80 snaps a game, they may not give you the ball. A two-touchdown lead for some teams, put it this way, if Fife gets two touchdowns on you, that's almost like having a 28-point lead. Yes. Because you're true. not going to get enough snaps. You're not going to get enough possessions. You're right. So it's the same way when you play center, especially in the north. You, you've got to be able to uh, – you've got to be able to score with them because they're going to score some points. It's just that when you look up – you think, well, the first quarter's about over, and, and they've had the ball for, you know, 10 and 14 play drives. You know, when they're playing people and they're, and they're scoring real quickly, that's teams that ain't real good. But when they're playing good teams like last year against Etowah, they just kept the ball away from Etowah last year. Matt, you were yeah. there. Yeah, we turn around play. and Etowah get it, throw a touchdown pass. Okay, three-play yeah. drive, touchdown. Yeah. But then center would yeah. get it back and keep the ball for 12 and 14 plays, and next thing you know, it's halftime. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking up this uh, boy's name for this Randolph. Was it Driscoll? I don't – Randolph football. Alabama. He, <laughs> guy, he's, he's special. I was going – Matt was talking about him. And, uh, I did some digging on him. Uh, it's yeah. ridiculous. 5A, I'm going to let y'all talk a little more. I, I don't <clears> – <throat> it's not a big homage around here, but we don't know about Faith Academy, Charles Henderson, the game that they played. And that uh, Pleasant Grove and Ramsey game come down to the wire. So, you know, do we look for these these guys to come back and make another run at it? Let, let me give you a couple of these these five A games because I got to I got to go see I got to see Gulf Shores play uh, Central Clay. Gulf Shores is where Ronnie Royale is at, the guy that used to be at Alexandria, the running back that he finally a senior. He is this year. He's a prospect. Uh, he's in the top uh, top fifty prospects in the state. See, they got beat. You know, they got beat uh, by Faith. But he, here's here's some of the things. You know, Faith Academy was against Charles Henderson, and that was probably the surprise team in five A this year. Charles uh, Charles Henderson coming out of the South. What, what was a surprise game? And here's why: in the third round, Charles Henderson beat UMS Wright nineteen to sixteen. Mm-hmm. in the third round and scored on the last play of the game to beat UMS Wright. Mm-hmm. Well, let's drop down here and look at Pleasant Grove and Ramsey. Pleasant Grove got beat by Ramsey 27 to 20 in the semis. But Pleasant Grove in the third round beat Arab, the Arabian Knights, 41-38. That was in the third round. Well, well then, Arab had a good team. Yes, they did. But, it, it, I mean, Arab, I mean, there That's was a the lot of difference in Arab. Yes, you're exactly right. And Ramsey also beat Leeds 27-19 in the third round. So that group in the north, you know, I know Ramsey ended up winning at 41-20, to but it probably just proved this, this year in the north with Ramsey, Pleasant Grove. I mean, 
I, Ramsey and Pleasant Grove, either one could go back again because Pleasant Grove's been there how many times in the finals, like three years in a row, and couldn't oh get God. it. And they They're didn't fantastic. make it this time. Yeah, they didn't make it this time. Is that where Sam Shade coached? No, he coached at Pinson, right? He's a, yeah, he's at Pinson. And okay. then, like I said, you got Leeds, you've got Ramsey. I mean, there's a bunch of teams right there out of the north that could make it. Faith Academy is one of those. You never know what they're going to have. Those kids are constantly moving because uh, there's, a, there's a kid from – I'll just say this. The, there's a kid from Orange Beach that left Orange Beach and has gone back to Spanish Fort. If you know yeah. anything about 6A football, Spanish Forts have won a lot of state championships. Yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, they've always been good. So there's so much movement down there in Mobile and Baldwin County of kids. You never know where they're all going to go. So probably from top to bottom last year, and keeping an eye on it, 5A was probably your best classification as far as the deepest of great teams. I mean, me every week I, was a close game. Let me tell you what I heard on a Twitter space. Uh, I go in there spaces and guys talk. They're from all over the state and sometimes, you know, different states. But uh, uh, he played at Leeds and he's graduated, I don't know, uh, like a – 20, I think he said like 2012 or something. But anyway, young guy played at Leeds, so he keeps up with the football there and he goes to the games and he knows coaches and whatnot. He says, now he that it is his home team there. He says that Leeds is going to be great this year. Well, they got most of the people be, back from last year, so they, they got a good opportunity. But again, well, you see, know, Alexandria will probably be pretty good too. So if, I they, mean, find, if they find a running back, so they've gone, lost both of them now. Yeah, this this year's last one. They're still going to be always going to be Alexandria. They're going to get after you. Uh, you know, they they'll be a good football team this year. They always play Leeds well. You know, they Lee. You know, guys, know. it wasn't long ago. Leeds was three A. Yeah, yeah. Tell me this right here. This UMS right team. Uh, you see how close they played Charles Henderson. Charles Henderson, of course, went on and you know uh, got to play for it. Didn't play a great yes. game against Ramsey, but Ramsey was great. So this UMS right team. They always was kind of thorn in the side of Cherokee County. Remember back in the day, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. So, is, is this UMS right team is going to be as advertised like they always are, you think? Yes. I mean, it, when, okay. when Terry when Terry went, when Coach Curtis, excuse me, I said, uh, I, I go way back with Coach Curtis because he's a thorn in my side, too. They beat us, in, in, you know, in 2001. <laughs> he won about 10, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he, he got his – yeah, he moved – he got to he got to UMS right in, in 99 – and I took the head job in in uh, '98. So yeah, in in two years he was back, and that was my first as a head coach state championship try. And he's a thorn in my side. Him and Jamie Riggs at T.R. Miller. But uh, you must right. You always got to give them a chance because they're going to be so smart. They're going to always be well coached, and they and they're going to have some of the best. I mean, we, we talk about they always have great white athletes, and they always got a couple of good black kids that have moved in into skill positions. So uh, that's uh, – they'll always have a chance. Terry's always going to have them ready. And the thing about it is people always wonder, well, then they moved them up. You know, they moved them up to 5A from 4A. Well, instead of scholarshipping 10 guys, now we'll scholarship 16 guys. So that's how they make it up. That's how they make the difference. They just scholarship more players. Can Central Clay win 5A? In the South? Do they, I, can they win the whole thing? I, you know, they were a lot better last year because they were real young last year. They got uh -huh. even though they, they lost their running back, but they got some good ones coming back. I watched them in the spring over at Harrelson County. It, it's going to be difficult. They're going to be a great team. They got a great coach, but it's going to be difficult for them to win the state championship coming out of the South. 
Every time they won it, the two years they won it back to back, they came out of the north. And by coming out of the north, you may not have to beat yourself up as bad to get there. You know, see people say, well, they won it. They beat somebody from the south. That's right. But those teams in the south are beating each other to death just to get there. Right, just to get there. Yeah, they only got to play the south one week. One week. Anything goes in one week. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, they're going to have a chance. They're going to get deeper and deeper. If they're going to win it, I think that this is probably what's going to happen. They'll move back to the north and next next year, not this coming classification, but the next year they'll have a very good chance of winning it because they're fixing to be real, real good at Central. Let me, let me ask you about Hartswell. I'm curious about them this year. We're talking about 5A podcast listeners. Uh, again, we got Coach Michael Short and Kevin Moore. We've talked to uh, Coach Willingham. He's been on with us. And uh, and also Coach Hammond from Valley Head. So again, we thank y'all for stopping by. If y'all are still hanging out on the show, we're uh, we're about we're about to go wrap it up here. I know everybody's uh, it's going to be a late night. But that's okay. We thank y'all for stopping by. But uh, Hartsville guys, Kevin, Coach Short, I'm curious about them. They played a good game with Mount Brook, and and uh, you know Mount Brook moves that offense like we was talking about the other day, oh, Coach. Man. They they just move guys. The whole line shifts down. The guard will be the center. I mean, they, you know, so how they play ball. So how is this Hartsell team? Do they fit back into this equation again? Oh, Hartsell in, in uh, six you know, eight. Yeah, yeah. You've jumped to six eight because that you know they they played Mountain Brook. They actually yeah. played Mountain Brook better than Muscle Souls did. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all about matchups as far as Hartsell playing Mountain Brook. Uh, Mountain Brook is a, a team in, in coach. Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin should know about that coach. He remembers. Oh, my, oh yeah. I'm, I'm a big Chris Yeager fan. Yeah. Yep. West Blockton back in the day when they asked. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was probably the best high school football game I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Hmm. But, but they're going to do things to make you have to be very cerebral. Uh, you got all the shifting and things that they do. And Mountain Brook can beat a lot of schools that got more talent than they do because they're going to yeah. out coach them. Yeah. And uh, and just because of what they do scheme wise on offense, it makes it difficult for some schools to uh, to up and beat them. Here's here's the thing I want to mention to you is six A South Sarah Land. Yeah. Go, best go look in the at state. Go, not only the best player they've got the number they got a quarterback. And now we're not talking about the kid from Thompson, the little eighth grader is going to be a ninth grader. I'm talking about six <laughs> A football. The quarterback's committed to Texas. The wide receivers committed to Alabama. Now the defensive lineman. Is fighting in between, and he's a junior. He's a Texas Alabama lean. One of one of those two is where he's going to go. That's just their top three. Is it Ryan but, Williams? Is that his name? Yeah, that's the Alabama commit or commit the receiver. Is he the, the number one ranked player in the state? No, he's a, well. It depends on which site you're looking at. But yeah, he's a top five guy. Yeah, okay. in his position, okay. receiver. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, and then you yeah, got the quarterback that's already committed to Texas. Wow. And, and Sarah that's Land. Sarah Land. If mm-hmm. Sarah Land doesn't get back in the finals, they might ought to be in the investigation. So, <laughs> They're that good. What about Clay Chalkful? Well, but, but before I even go to them, uh-huh. think of this. Last year in the 6A quarterfinals, mm-hmm. Homewood versus Sarah Land. Mm-hmm. 57 to 56 Sarah Land over <laughs> Homewood in overtime. 57 to 56. That's how close Sarah Land was to not getting there. And here's another one. Sarah Land was that team that they were getting – they were actually fixing to 
not even get in the playoffs because of an ineligible player, if you remember yeah, there. I remember that. And that almost happened. So everything fell into place for Sarah Land to win it, but they've got everybody back. Oh the superintendent God. of schools used to coach with Coach Proach down at Eufaula, and, and, and they've got a, a great school system. It's going to be very tough for somebody to knock off Sarah Land. Now, you go to the north, oh, man, you've got Mountain Brook, you've got uh, Clay Chalkville. i tell you another team that's going to be a sleeper this year. Even though they've lost some, they've gained some. Oxford's getting close <coughs> to being back in the mix. You know, they're, they're, they'll, they'll have a say-so. So, uh, Yeah, so whoever, I'm curious about Hartsville, how they're going to – how's this team pan out here? Cause I, I paid attention to them last year. I don't know. I'll get latched on to some teams I, in that. Yes. This game here was, was – <coughs> I don't think the score represents the game because I I followed that game closely. This Mountain Brook Hartsville game, forty nine thirty, Mountain Brook took that game, but it was closer I think for most of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mountain Brook actually scored late to make that last touchdown. Yes. So, uh, Hartsville's always been a program, a very proud program that's been there in the finals before. You know, they've 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 had places. I mean, they've had some uh, Hall of Fame coaches come through there before too. So Hartsville, you can't ever. Uh, Follow them. I mean, them, Decatur, all them places up there. I mean, they've got good players. Here's the, those type of teams, Hartzell, Mountain Brook, people like it. They're also very good in another sport that people don't look at. I, I always look and see. They're going to say, are they good in baseball? Yeah, that's what I look at because those baseball players, is a lot of times your DBs, your wide receivers, and your pitchers. Mm-hmm. You know, those pitchers are quarterbacks. I mean, I, I love my quarterback to be a pitcher. I mean, I just always have. Hoover used to have their, some of their better quarterbacks were also great pitchers. And Hartzell's always been that way. So I, I translate those baseball guys over to football. And uh, it's interesting. They'll, they'll always have a chance. But again, I'm sorry, go ahead. Coach. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you and Kevin how the Gadsden area. Yeah, 6-18. That's, that's just what I was fixing to do. Yeah. Kansas City, <clears throat> South Side, that bunch. Well, well that, that's the group of, you know, it's what's this, what's scary is why is Gaston City and Oxford not playing a regular season game? Maybe they will eventually. I hope they get back to playing, or maybe they'll force them all in the same region and they play each other again. I watched Gaston City in a seven on seven the other day. Uh, them and Oxford got after each other pretty good. Uh, Gaston City's got a lot of linemen. Uh, Gaston City probably will never go back to seven A. I think they'll stay in six, and that's where they need to be. Yeah, I yes. think if they good. stay in six A, uh, they've got a good chance uh, of being a playoff contending team. Guess, look at Gaston City's schedule. Some of the people that they play, not some of the region games, but some of the teams that they play non-region. When they picked up Carrollton, if you want to see the best quarterback in the country, watch Carrollton play. Well, you know, they he took a lot of heat for that loss last year. but Nobody else, around here, nobody else around here could have played them. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know that's, a, that's one of the best teams in the South. Yeah, and, and, uh, and with one of the better quarterbacks in the South. But, well, yeah, you know, I mean, and now I'm sure that the people are like, you know, I mean, there were people calling for him to be fired after that. Yeah, I know, I, but that, that's just – they don't know what you're talking about. But, again, and, uh, but guess the city is in, a, is in a great region for them. Fort Payne, Hazel Green, Buckhorn, you know, Leah Huntsville, Mae Jemison. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I think they can get in – and get into the playoffs, but right now they're probably, you know, a second round uh, type team. But I think, right. you know, if things if they can stay healthy, they may can eventually. Uh, they're gonna have to change classifications again, not classification, but maybe they always get paired up with the Birmingham group first, 
and, and that's that's hard to do. You know, you got to go in there with Mountain Brooks and the and Hewitt Trust. I mean, Clay Chalkwell and those people. Yeah, that's hard for them to do. Their schedule here, uh, September first, Gazin City. They got Hewitt Trustful, uh, Fort Payne at home. They're gonna travel to Buckhorn and Hartsville away, Hillcrest away. They'll host Hazel Green. Then they'll have May Jemison at home. Then they'll have, go to Lee Huntsville and then home against Calera. Uh, looks like the regular season. They can have a pretty good season. I, I was told that they are playing Carver Montgomery to replace yeah. that Carrollton team last year. I'm not sure. That's what it, it shows here on Max Press. Okay. Yep. I just wouldn't boo with Carrollton no more. No, I mean, that's, that's, there's no shame in losing that well, game. Well, but here's the reason that that game happened. I was they told this by, Yeah, I was told this by somebody that's really close with Gaza City and what they got going on. That he, somebody else fell out and he had no other game to play, and uh, they just wound up with that game. And it's just like he, it just was a had to. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. He was kind. Of, his hand was kind of forced because of, of what happened. So and and we just found out, you know. Well, I will say this: Carroll Carrollton probably could have pulled the dogs off just a tad. <laughs> not early in the season, seven. though. Yeah, not early in the season is not going to happen. Well, that's true. I know, but yeah, I mean, seventy thing, to seven. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about uh, the, the also remember this in Georgia, the way they do their tiebreakers. It's about yeah. points. Points. Oh, score. okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna score every point I can because I'm gonna need that as a tiebreaker eventually. So there really ain't no pulling your starters in Georgia, right? Well, see, there's there's a. I mean, you got to be careful about that. You either pull them or you don't. Or I keep them in there and score a bunch of points, and all of a sudden somebody gets hurt. So you have to really, yeah. You have to, you have to be careful there and how you go about that. But oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. No, and the reason they problem. lost the Carrollton game was because everybody on the line they changed their starting date. So that's why everybody lost the Georgia teams, Cleburne County, uh, Carrollton. Uh, yeah, Thompson lost to Cherokee Buford. County. Yeah, I mean the, the Buford game. Well, I'll go on and tell you right now, they don't nobody want around here want to play Rockmart this year. I think they may win too, eh? Yeah. Y'all know the, the number one quarterback in the country, the guy's going to Georgia from Texas. It's yeah, supposedly he's, he's going yeah. to Buford. He's yeah, going to play at Buford this up. year. He's already there. <laughs> yeah, he left the state championship team to go play for another one. Oh, that's nice. This Carver <laughs> Montgomery team's got Daphne, Park Cross, and Russell County. Here's just I'm just looking at Tim Lee, Cedar Grove, Douglas. Those are some some big schools there. But that's some gas and city. Looking over here at the uh, the seven A, and I know it's kind of it kind of goes kind of quick because same old, uh, same old. It's yeah, always the it, same teams. Right? Is there any chance we'll put them up here? Is there Lakers, any, Celtics? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is, there, is there any chance Hoover gets in this? Men, I mean Kevin gets in it or wins it. Yeah, are they gonna win it? Can they? Does Hoover have a shot to get in there? Beat Tom? I just you know. Oh, they can beat them early in the year. But they okay. can't beat him. They won't beat him at the end. Well, here's the. Here, I got a question. I'm not trying to top match question anybody. Is there any chance that somebody besides these four, yeah, does not get in the semis? No, it'd be them. Bob, no chance. Bob Jones. No. Best. Hey, look now. I ain't going. I watched Bob Jones him. play. I watched him nope. the other day in seven on seven. I'm not going to call it, but I'll tell you this. Um, this the uh, the Vestavia uh, Hoover game. I was at that game. Yeah, you said best heavy was pretty good. Dude, right? they have got some guys. They got some corners and and some D backs, safety guys that can play the play. Uh, they're gonna be good this year. They got Just a DB. One of the top guys. In, they got a DB. It's one of the top ones in the country. That's the one I seen. I didn't know, but I you can tell. Look, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm a baseball football guru. 
I don't know none of them kids, but when I watch them play, I'm like, that guy right there is really good. And Bo's like, yeah, he's some going to, you know, he's got prospects like, well, golly, man. He does. He's one of the top five DBs in the country. So there's no chance of it not being Auburn, Thompson, Central Phoenix, and Tom Hoover. The only team that may, I mean, 7A South. Uh-huh. You know, there's there's not as many of them because people, do, you know, there's not as many seven eight teams in the South, so they don't have but four rounds in the playoffs. Right. C- Central Phoenix City, you know, in Auburn last year, they they sw- yeah. they they swapped it out. <laughs> yeah. But the well, Enterprise, keep an Enterprise eye on Enterprise. You know, their, their coaching staff that was at Spanish for for a while has came back. They were there last year. They're going to be better this year. And and I've talked to them. Can can you get good enough to beat Auburn and Central Phoenix City? His yeah. his his thing is this: at Enterprise, they'll work their butts off. They'll be extremely well coached, but they may not have as many as they uh, as they say. They may not have as many dudes as Auburn and Central Phoenix City is going to have, because Auburn and Central Phoenix City are always having people move in, and and they're not they're not third team players. They're guys that can make a difference. So you know they they've got to. Uh, I I don't see it in in. I don't see it in the near future of anybody else besides Auburn and Central Phoenix City and Hoover and Thompson. And Hoover's just hanging on. I mean, Hoover is just hanging but on. they're still the in that top four every year. Yeah, they're still going to be in the top four. But for those t- for Hoover, that's not acceptable. If, right. if they're yes. not in the finals and winning, it, it's not acceptable. It, it don't matter. So mm. that that's uh, – uh, who, Who's playing there, Jeff? Jeff said the coach come to Carrollton on the 18th. Eight and eighteen. He must. They must be having a. That's a uh, like a preseason week. No, yeah, they, yeah, like. they they start a week earlier. So uh, you know they play wonder, all the way to Christmas. I wonder who they're going to play. Yeah, it they play. Be, they they play in the jamboree. They play longer than the NFL playoffs. Well, they can. You know, they have two jamborees. They can play two. So yeah. they can play two of those. So, yeah, that that'd be interesting to see. I've been asked to go over there and watch that quarterback, and that's what I like to see. But you know what? If you got a great quarterback. He's not great if you ain't got anybody that can catch it or somebody to block for him. Juju Lewis, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now Thompson, guys, Thompson mm. this year, you know, last year's everybody early in the season, oh, they've lost two. They've lost two. Yeah, but look who they lost to. I mean, they did yeah. lose two, like modern Buford, day. Buford, and then they lost oh. to the team out of uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah. uh, the guy. Oh, oh Lipscomb. Yes, Lipscomb. Well, yeah, they're one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, well, that's who they lost to, and people didn't understand that. And and you know, and they were they had some young players. I mean, everybody said, "Oh, they had a young quarterback." Not then, they didn't. He didn't start playing until late in the season. The the young kid, the kid that's the eighth right. grader, that'll be that'll be a ninth grader this year. I think he finally no, he's got one more year till he gets the driver's license. So he'll still be <laughs> at least this year. He'll be able to come out of middle school and come See, and practice with the kid at So you might you, he he could actually go get his driver's license with a state championship ring on. Yes. <laughs> well, they will. The kid at Thompson's mom has to bring him practice last year. Yeah, and he's a star. Yeah, he's been he's he's to do with Nick Saban. He's been in. He's been to Tuscaloosa. You know why? Is it overhyped or is it for real? No, no, because his kin folk, his kin folks are Tua. Dude, his go kids are Tua them. The Thompson kid, go watch him play. Just go turn on some film and go watch the Auburn guy. Um, and they put him in. I'm like, how? 
because he hadn't he didn't start the season. Remember, he didn't come in till mid season. An injury, an injury is when he got to come in about game six or seven. Yes, he right. state okay. championship game, dude. He's dropping dimes. He looks like a senior out there against Auburn. Now that's probably going to be everybody's probably going to pick. I assume am I right? Most people are going to probably pick. Um, they're going to pick Thompson to repeat. Would y'all assume that also? <laughs> yeah, repeat. I'd say so. I'll say that I'll go ahead and throw this out there. Repeat, and then we'll see if the coach stays there. That's all, that's all I'll say. Yeah. Where's Nick's at now? Central still Phoenix at, City. Still at Central okay, Phoenix he's still City. at Central Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. yeah, day of, yeah. He's still there. Yeah. He'll be there. I mean, I thought he was. I just didn't know for. Let's see what the screen says. Carol can play. Air Nolan. Air Nolan. Okay. What? Who? Aaron Nolan. Oh, that's probably some school that can beat you 179 to like nothing. One of them schools out of New Jersey or something. <laughs> oh. Carrollton's special. But, you know, that shows you how good football is in the state of Georgia. They make the state championship game and get beat 70 to 37. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that team that beat them is also going to have a kid start for Alabama as a freshman. Sam Shade is Caleb at, Downs. At Miles College. Oh, I didn't know that mm-hmm. Sam Shade was gone. Yeah, he left last year. Uh, yes. Mason says Gadsden City will be lucky to be 4A in five years. Mason feels like Gadsden City may be having a decline. Is it because of the success from maybe the private schools in the area? Or, or you know, uh, would Coach Glover have oh, no, a wall? Uh, just like a, just like a people, not, people not moving in. And when people are not moving in, then they don't have families that are having kids that actually will keep it up. They can't They can't get that many kids away from I don't the city. think nobody, nobody wants them in 4A, I wouldn't think. Guys in city? I wouldn't want to see them no, in 4A. I, I don't see – I can't see them losing that many. That is a very large amount of kids to lose to drop from six to four. That is a yeah. lot of people moving. I know they got some new businesses coming in. Uh, Kevin may know about that, but but that there's not that many. I think where they're gonna stay is six A, and that's where they probably need to stay. Lord, I hope they don't put Guess the City in four A because they'll put them in there with Ashland. Ashland, that'd be another one we'd have to lose to. I'll just be honest with you, and I'm <laughs> not on, knocking Kevin. the four A teams, but Come I on. think Guess the City would probably win four A. Yeah. Which uh, Adawals not won it? I thought they would. I think they could beat Aniston, Hanley, Jacksonville, yes. Guess the City. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Everybody's got their own. That's why everybody's got their own opinion. We don't agree with you, Dane. Kevin ain't saying nothing. Back back in the day, Gesson and Anderson used to have a lot of good good classic games. Back when they, of course, they were all five A at the time. So, Anderson's got the most. Everybody, I mean, coaches know they got probably the most talented roster one of in the state. You just got to be able to get them all together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, will, I will say this if for high school football this year. This year, uh, and, and we're talking about recruiting, not maybe not teams, but you're going to be able to see some of the best football players that we've seen in a long time playing football in Alabama this year, the state of Alabama. And the reason I say that is go and look at Alabama and Auburn's uh, recruiting classes. They're loaded with kids from Alabama this year. And they're that's usually why. not. And they're usually not because because they're not some of the best players in the country. And that's how, especially Alabama, that's how they recruit. They're going to recruit them guys. People say, oh, this kid can play at Alabama. No, he can't. I mean, they don't have it so many. That and they it's can not an insult. Thing. No, it's not. No. It's not I mean, an it's insult. Just, you can't play at Alabama. I dare you. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, or, or anywhere. I mean, it's just very difficult 
to less than half of 1% of the kids in the country play college sports. So and very I, I few kids the, get to play college sports. I hate to be the burden of bad news. And me and Coach Short talked about this maybe day before yesterday or so. And I don't, I ain't going to get on this horse and ride it out. And Coach Short, we don't have to get on this topic because we will because it aggravates, I think, both of us. Tennessee has already passed NIL stuff, and, and Georgia's voting on it. Florida's fixing to pass it. So that Alabama high school football is what I'm saying is is it's fixing to change. It, it, and and if, if they don't get on board and this don't go through, because well, NIL is not for everybody, and not every kid's going to get an NIL deal. No. But what's going to happen, some of these big stars, like we talked about Ronnie Roy a while ago or the quarterback at Thompson uh-huh. or a Junkins that left you know, from Pike Road, they don't stay here and play in the state. They wind up taking a a nice little leisurely drive down to a place like IMG or something like that, where uh-huh. you know those guys can make a little extra. So well, let, let, um, hear this. Let's take you just mentioned Ronnie Royale at at Gulf Shores. Yeah, it's not very far from Gulf Shores to go across the state line into Florida. Nope. If Florida passes the high school NIL, not yeah. college, but high school NIL. He in Alabama won't do it. If they won't do it, then there'll be some business just across the state line that says, "Hey, bring your kid over here. We'll give him four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a month just to walk down here and sit in one of my cars on the car lot and smile." Yeah, yeah. and they'll just right. pay. They'll pay your house rent. You know, say if you get a house that's rents a thousand dollars a month, like uh, yeah, because some of those some of those kids, I, you know, I ain't gonna say where because it don't matter. But there's kids that are living down there, and they're sharing apartments, right? And they're getting paid for by people. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I didn't yeah. say where. I could be talking about Louisiana. Or I, you know, we just talked about Florida. But that I'm just saying, guys, that's what's going on. There's stuff out there. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it, about, it's, I'm afraid that teams like Ernie Willingham, he's not just a good coach. He's a good guy. Mm. And those small schools are – Coach Knapp – uh, Coach Crane, and from what Coach Howard did over at 1A Spring Garden, those kind of things, those things that we love about high school football, guys, those kind of things, I'm afraid that those type of things could, they could go away because you, you're, you're just going to pile up kids in one box and then they just going to go play in their own sandbox and their sandbox is the biggest, nicest sandbox there is. And you have good human beings like the people that I just mentioned that are good to make, you know, not just to make good football players, but make good young mm-hmm. boys into good young men and make them men. Yeah, it's going to happen, gonna, Matt. I wasn't going to get on my soapbox, and I did. I'm sorry, but that's um, fine. And let me let me so let me ask y'all before we get off here. Do y'all agree with players being able to go and play wherever they want to? What ain't that? Well, it's just what's going to happen. Well, I'm yeah. just talking about transferring. What, what's going to happen? Tennessee's already passed it. Okay. Right. And if Georgia's going to vote on it, that means, yeah, it's going to happen. So once Georgia does it and and Tennessee does it, and we start losing some players like Thompson and and Hoover and them start losing players to another state Uh because of this happened, then Alabama will change it. So once Alabama changes and says it's legal to have, you know, NIL in high school, pay a kid $100 to come over here and work for me, then what will happen is the state, we will have open enrollment in the whole state. I think we're five years away from it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I would. If who would be in charge of blocking that? Your state legislators was okay. I wouldn't it. do it. I would say no. That ain't coming here. Get out of here. I'm serious. Yeah, Tom but if 
if Tennessee does it, if Tennessee does it, which they already have, they and already when Georgia do. does it, that means Florida's going to do it. Well, the state will be surrounded and we'll start losing our best players. Right. I understand that. If I'm, you don't go along with it, then there just won't be no – there won't be – we'll class. have football. You'll just lose a lot of good players. A lot of good players. Yeah. And, and, Those guys and, I've just mentioned, like Royal or the kid at Thompson or the quarterback out of Jacksonville or Fluff or, I mean, people right here local. Yeah, Jacob, but Tennessee did it because they have to. Tennessee football is not great. The state is in high school. No. Yeah. Todd, right. there's, I know a college football coach that was recruiting uh-huh. a quarterback in Nashville. Uh-huh. And when he – and I won't even say the, the, the coach. I'm not going to get into that. But he's recruiting, and the kid said, well, what can you pay me to come to your college? He said, well, we're not really in the NIL type thing yet. You know, we don't do it a lot. Eric Clemson – oh, excuse me. So, the kid said, thanks, but no thanks. All right, two weeks later, the kid calls this coach back and says, hey, I mean, what do I need to do to maybe come to y'all's place? And he said, well, I mean – we can talk about it. He said, well, this is what you need to do for me. Now, this is the college kid. I mean, a high school kid in 11th grade says, this is what you need to do for me. I'm here in Tennessee, and I got two schools here that I'd like to go to, and can you help me get to their schools because they're going to pay me about $300,000 to come play football for them. Does that even – does that sink in to your head? Oh. High school football? But you know what? College is changing. College is changing. It's changed. We might as well get ready. We're going to see high school football change. And if it changes, we ain't, we can't get in about it. We just have to just keep loving it and kind of accept what's going to happen because we can't change it. There's a, there's a new day out there. How did this even happen? A video game. Honestly, <laughs> this is where it started. It started. Yeah. You're right. Game. EA Sports decides, you know, we're going to do college football. And then some of the kids got greedy and griping and said, you know what? You're making like – you're selling my jersey down there in the store. You're selling my jersey for how much, you know, those Tim Tebow jerseys were going for, you know, $150 a pop. And then you're you're putting me on a video game and you're – how much what was the, the total gross income of that first big 2010 or 11 when they had Mark Ingram on EA Sports game, you know, like $40, $50 million. And it wound up being a $100 million gain. So the kids are saying, well, I see me on the game. That's me. Why can't I get a little piece of that? You know, and that's that's what started it. That's what got it all going. People would scream at me, but I'm actually okay with kids making some kind of money if we just got guidelines to go by. Right. Right. They're they're making a whole lot of money for these colleges, and these coaches are making a whole lot of money. But just have some guidelines where everybody says, all right, that's the guidelines. This is what we got to do. If you're paying them, pay them. Kind of anarchy right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but you know where where, where it's, people don't talk about it enough, and, and I did a show on it, is on the girls' side. Girls don't have a lot of professional sports to go to. Girls can yeah. make more money playing college basketball than they can going in the in the WNBA. They can make more doing that. Sure. Tell yeah. me how that's fair. They can play professional ball and can't make much, but then we, we can pay them more to do NIL. So the girls are really the ones that miss out. Yeah. So NIL for them in the college is great to me. Well, because they need to get something. I ain't going to get on a soapbox neither about this, but I can mention it because the tag up there, I think, does have mine and Todd's name on it. And Tom won't talk about girls' sports uh, being just threatened in general uh, when we have, you know, a, a man competing in girls' sports is a travesty. It's a total slap in the face for equal rights and that's any kind of thing show. that women. Oh, yeah, that's another. Mm. That's another two-hour that, that show. We work for, <laughs> for equal rights and foundations for women that fought to be have equality 
it's been thrown all away. Okay, so but that's for another day. I just like the person that said they don't make a difference. I've actually had somebody argue me. Well, let me tell you something. I'll give you this example. It didn't matter. I'll I'll leave this to the people that don't believe me, uh, and we still got a good crowd listening. Go. If you think it don't, go look up a lady named Jackie Joyner-Kersey. She won the Olympics, gold medalist, top of the elite. This lady was super elite, Olympic runner. She would place in the men's. Just go look at the times. Look at what she ran and then go to the men's time and look at the times for the men. She wouldn't even place hardly in the top 200. Jackie Joyner-Kersey would finish about 200th with the men, and she's the fastest woman ever lived. So that is, that's the end of that. I mean, there ain't nothing else you can say. Right. It is what it is. Yeah, that would be the first thing to start with women's sports. But I think they're they're taking care of that now, aren't they? Aren't a lot of places? Yes. Yeah, you have some covers and politicians. They're taking care of that. Yeah, I hope so. I just know this. We're getting real close to the best time of the year. High school football fixing start. Yeah. We're talking about August the 24th. Um, Cusa is at Geraldine. That looks like the earliest game. Well, they're going to play the – what is right on here? The 16th. Cusa's got a – Yeah, it's just preseason stuff. But still. But if you want to go watch some some football, Cusa Christian – um, well, people fix to start practicing. The guys that can practice early, they start that last week of July. So some of these guys July are only 24th. two weeks. Yes. Yeah. They're close yeah. to starting. I mean, starting practice. But I, what I've noticed this year, wow. and you don't see it in your small schools, but your larger schools, 3A, 4A, whatever, they've been doing seven on sevens for, for a month now. They did it the whole month of June. I yeah. mean, those guys aren't slowing down. So Aaron Olin. <laughs> he's, a, what now? he's a big Ohio State fan. That's Jeff. Uh, Where is Aaron Nolan? The OS, he's number two in the country. Oh, oh. Well, heck, Lewis is number one. So it's one versus two. Yeah, and this kid that's moved from out west going to play at Buford. I think I heard he was already – he's on scene. He is. Uh, they, they, he's moved into his house this week. Well, I got so, one that's even crazier than that. The kid from Florida that is a, fixing to be a junior in high school. Yeah, it's going to Ole Miss. And he's going to Ole Miss because he decided, I'm, I'm going I'm to bypass my junior year and senior year, and I'm going on, and I'm going to make me some NIL money. Now, Coach, mm. I read this um, a few days ago on Twitter. That may not be a, a done deal. Have you? I've I seen that there may be a, a problem uh, with Ole Miss, so he may not be going there. Well, if he's got all the – I mean, if he's not, he'll find somewhere else because he's oh, already yeah. he's already got all the classes because he's not in regular school. He's a homeschool student that right. plays somewhere. So I he's already word, got his classes. I think word got out, and I think that uh, somebody else has come along the way and probably offered him. Well, they also – another kid another another kid from Ole Miss has transferred. They've already had a guy transfer out. Yeah. So, you never know. Hey, I'll, I just, never, I'll be fine if I never hear the word transfer again. That's <laughs> even with a transfer truck. I don't wear nothing. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever want to hear it again. Well, it makes it interesting. You don't even know what your team's going to be now. You don't know. You know. It does make it exciting. I will admit that. It's going to even out college football, and it's going to keep from teams like everybody that was sick of Alabama and Clemson, your wishes have come true. Oh, yeah. that's over. I mean, they yeah. may still win it. In Georgia, in Georgia is, is trying to replicate it, but it can't last forever. I mean, they, they got to find enough that's not in jail from speeding, and then they got to find enough. You know, Alabama mm-hmm. used to have them same problems, guys. They had those guys you had to 
that would get in trouble. You know, the, sometimes the better athletes you recruit, you're going to get a little trouble with it. it just, that's just the way yeah. it happens. It's the way it goes. Right. Right. Coach, they may win it again. Oh, I don't know. Tell, uh, tell everybody where they're going to be able to find you at come fall. Yes, I have the privilege of working with John Holder, who used to be with the old Pigskin Roundup. He started his own uh, own show. And uh, we do it every Friday night. We have a scoreboard show, and we have uh, highlights. We have all the scores from around northeast Alabama. As the playoffs start, we cover the whole state. Uh, we have highlights. We have a game analysis. Uh, most of the people will send me stats, a.k.a. thank you, uh, Kevin Moore. Uh, and, and I could get those stats out to people even before the newspaper. So you can yeah, find us mind, at high school football. We don't football. mind sharing at all. We don't mind yeah. sharing stats to no, cover for the no. kids. High school football, Alabama, after the game on uh, Facebook and YouTube. It can be live streamed. So uh, we, we end up usually getting around uh, 1,500, 2,000 views a night, and sometimes even more than that. Just I'm talking about just from Facebook. So uh, yeah. it, it's a great way to get your scores mm -hmm. and to hear about some of the highlights that are going on. And, and, and we do a lot of uh, video going to be some changes this year as far as uh some of the people that will be on the show we lost Gerhardt Mothangani last year is down yeah. in Mobile yeah but uh, I can't release on who that person will be but it's going to be a good one and uh, uh yeah. people will be surprised so that's how you yeah. can find us on Friday nights yeah we can't wait for that neither John Holder the, the goat of all Alabama pigskin round and they're um I'm not going to say what it is, but they're going to bring back a special part of the show that used to be part of Pigskin Roundup that I always enjoyed. Uh, I'll let you announce it if you can. If you can't, then don't. But maybe if you want to save it, then you can. I'll have to save it. I can't okay, save, save it. it. <laughs> then, then, but it's going to be really interesting. I'll, I'll share with you, Dean, off air. Uh, Kevin Moore, the legend from Etowah County area, has been in radio and, and been around and done all kind of stuff around everywhere. That's Kevin's corner. He's going to be doing – Usually does what he said Thursday, Friday night. Tell them where they find you at on there come season. Yeah, if you uh, just uh, do a, a Facebook search for Kevin uh, Kevin's Corner, or you can go to my Facebook fa Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Kevin Moore Music, which I am a musician, uh, but, I, but, but, but I love football. Uh, and, and basically, I just do it for fun to predict high school football games and and just talk and preview the, the week's game and certain aspects of the game. So, and I'm I'm one of these little nerds that has a little knowledge, useless knowledge trivia about a certain certain games during the week. So, uh, but like for example, Coach Short, uh, guess who uh, Mountain Brook High School? We talking about Coach Yeager? He, you know who who he has on his staff? Well, he also yeah he has uh, one of my former quarterbacks. Brad Easley, who used to be at uh, Clay Chapel. Yeah, and, and uh, Thompson. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Pell, who used to be the quarterback. Uh, co I mean, used to be the coach at Jacksonville State, Florida. His yeah, grandson's his on the grandson. staff. Yeah, his grandson. Yes. But uh, but like I said, I just appreciate Matt and Todd having me on the show this week. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. And, and I actually, uh, heard, I don't know if y'all have heard Kevin before, but man, he can do the national anthem as good as anybody around. Oh, absolutely. So we we need to try to get him with the state doing before the state finals. Super mm. Seven, yeah. we need to be playing the, out there out loud. They need to figure out somehow how to get you down there to play. The hey, game. if you could, hey, if you could make that happen, I'd buy your lunch for a month. Uh, Whoa, I'll see what I can do there, Kevin. Do I now? I'll see what I can do. I ain't got no pull with them. I just want to try and get these free lunches. You got to get uh, R Ingram at AHSA. He would probably be a, a guy you probably want to talk to. And it's funny talking about you know Coach O's got me coming out there to play the anthem uh, for their ex for their game with uh, Pearl City, which I'm still trying to figure out how he he got 
Rush come up there to do that because that's that's going to be a heck a heck of a even so it's Jamboree, so it's going to be a heck of a game. It's going to be a fun event for everybody. So yeah, them and Iver will be there. Uh, Pell City, they're going to split halves. Pell City, Iver, and Casa. Uh, so y'all go check them out on sixteenth. And uh, thank y'all guys for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, show number 196 it is in the books and we do appreciate everybody for coming by welcome back hang out with us next week where we will be diving back into some college stuff probably SEC picking out two teams and going over some of that stuff again we appreciate you and we love you uh, keep your heads clear and your heart full of God uh, that's always important amen Okay, I'm brother. We uh, maybe tomorrow sometime. Oh, so to rain. who knows? It will every afternoon. So uh, it's raining right here back. like cats and dogs right now. <laughs> okay, see there, there it is. Coach Short and Kevin Moore, we're headed out. Show 196. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks for having Good me. On. Enjoyed it, guys.